Ladies and gentlemen, what's going on? Let me tell you something. The flank mitts just dropped, okay? The flank mitts just dropped. It's limited. It's going fast. Uh, and it's opening weekend here at the CDL. So make sure you get your flank merch. Go to shop.phaseclan.com. Link in the description below. Val's doing a fantastic job running my YouTube channel over there. Make sure to show him some love as well. Hope you guys enjoy the show and copy your mates. Have a good day. Have a fantastic day. Take care. Brush your hair. That's what I'm talking about. Joined by the one and only the 20 time champion, the two time world champion, one of the best of the bases. He's a legend in the scene. Give it up for Patty P. AKA. Hey. So, what's going on, Pat? How you doing? What's good? What's good, Tom? Uh, it's a good day. You know, it's Friday. Got the oh, yeah. launch of the CDL back. The first official flank of the new Opening season. Opening day, Pat. Opening day. Yep, yep. And uh, yeah, it was a busy, busy day for me, but here we are and we're ready to go. We're ready to get back into it. Today, ladies and gentlemen, Ben Genesine will not be joining us. He just backed out. He said he'd rather go to dinner than join the, than join the show. So Ben Genesine won't be joining us today. Uh, he's a little busy too with, with work and everything, uh, but he'll be on Saturday and Sunday. But we got Gersh who's joining us. What up, Gersh? You're, what's you, good? You guys know Gersh. He runs socials over on the Flank Twitter all the time. He's always do, taking care of business. If you guys haven't followed the Flank Twitter, go follow the Flank Twitter because it's fucking hilarious. All right, so first things first. To kick things off, Gavit to Hardpoint, it was uh, London that was able to get a P5 break that I think really turned things around. Uh, it was very back and forth to kick things off, but then London just fucking kicked a spree. I don't know what it was. I don't know what's going on with Florida. Pat. What is it about Florida off the rip that just, what is it that you think is going wrong with these guys? Because they didn't look good at all today. Starting from the kickoff classic, I mean, I thought, especially after watching them in eights with the way Skies was playing, some of these guys are looking. I thought we were going to see a, a, a good series here. This was a fucking blowout. Dude, it wasn't I, even listen, close. This is, this is going to be a dumb answer. And, like, it, I just don't think they should be playing this map. Like... You don't, don't think know. so? Nah, I, we we were we were talking about at the kickoff like Big Wake and Skies when they were running subs on Bocage. They were like doing their thing. Uh, Vivid obviously is not gonna excel on a map like Gavitu. Um, it's kind of a small thing to talk about, but I think it really mattered. So mm -hmm. I don't know. I just I don't, I don't see that this map playing to this team specifically strengths. But I mean, we'll have to see as the the year goes on. But yeah, there was just absolutely no slang. London was just winning every fight, winning every rotation. Um, it just wasn't close. Yeah, it, it was definitely a London was out playing him. This was a weird play. Awakening was able to get streaks early. I mean, the start off early was pretty much a tie game. It was going back and forth. London was able to wrap through the spawns. They weren't really able to do anything off their streaks. I feel like Florida just kind of turtled a little bit. Like, they called the streak. They just kind of sat back and didn't do anything with it. And then next thing you know, London's just going around the back, getting the kills and just breaking on in. It was just a good setup from London. And then I wanted to highlight this play from Gizmo because he took a, a really long route. And I feel like on Gavitu, you see a lot of people doing that, both on hardpoint and control. When it comes to this side of the map, I feel like people are always trying to work pinches and trying to take long routes, which is pretty common on, uh, on every COD, to be honest, with people taking long routes and, and making pinches. But... Pretty much just being annoying on a map, but this is where London really started to take over. They work a really good break. Awakening had such a good a start. He gets streaks. They bring it back on the next rotation, and London just completely fucking kicks up. Florida can't hold a hill after this, and I don't know what happened with them. It all fell apart. There was a 100-point lead from London, and Zero ends up closing out the game with a big route at the end, which we'll see. But, um, yeah, London, Gavitu, hard point, doing what they don't. 
They come out hot. They went up 1-0. And then after that, I feel like it was just a straight momentum fest for them. I feel like they were just confident as fuck after that. And they knew exactly what to do. I'm going to fast forward it to the end here. You can see London is just completely putting them in the fucking blender here. Uh, really, I know you guys want to see more analyzed from us. But in this first map right here, it was pretty much a blowout. Um, and even the casters were saying it just felt like Florida couldn't get anything going. No rotations at all. So first map, I'm going to go over to London. Uh, if we want, um, go ahead, Tom, Pat. really quickly, uh, fantastic breakdown. But really quickly, I, I put a link in the DM uh, if you want to pull that up. Obviously, you know, we're unbiased here, but it's it's good to kind of just, you know, highlight that this was a thing. Because mm -hmm. um, it, it surprised me. I just replied to the tweet. It's Ogre, like, Ogre's tweet. Yeah. So uh, obviously London's based in Charlotte um, and the Mutineers are based in south florida but uh -huh. kinda, for some reason they played on a virginia server instead of like an atlanta server that doesn't make much sense to me mm -hmm. um you know I, I i remember it was always about finding the fairest uh host in between location wise in between the two teams but that to me just doesn't make sense and i you know to my knowledge there is an atlanta server so i don't know why Real they would quick, not have played on that um the the tweet that ben put in the chat i just sent it again Mm -hmm. um one of the producers broke down like the the ping difference supposedly it wasn't so much of like distance as it was just like the latency from the servers well listen i was talking to to reese um after the match and he was telling me that they were pinging like 50 to 60 and that the other team was pinging 20 which i'm gonna be honest is kind of a big difference i feel like that's a huge disadvantage um and uh, i don't know i don't know how how exactly do they do they do this with the servers like how does it work because when i was playing it was a veto system they yeah, gave you like you, you would veto the server you didn't want to play right it was five servers each team got a veto and then cdl picked the fair one right uh yeah that pretty well no see it would be the odd one out event like whatever, oh, well, whatever. Yeah, if there was three yeah yeah, yeah like if there was three whatever server wasn't being used it would be the one uh that was used but what is this, this is alex penn yeah so so what is this gersh explain what is this difference in this average is... player latency yeah so what it was it was like an ape so it's just a difference in ping so why a ping a ping difference two ping difference every team played under 42 i mean bro listen it's online play it's not everybody's gonna have the same ping it, it is what it is i i feel uh, like I, and I, I forgot to mention this yesterday that was kind of my bullish case for optic um tom yeah i think i i think i put it in the dm i completely skipped on on mentioning it yesterday when we were doing our predictions but you know some of these teams which we are aware of are a little bit better online than they are on land um it's just how it is whether that's a huge difference or a small difference it, it's, mm -hmm. it's true but no, it's, but, uh, it's, I mean, why do you think that is? It's just, is, do you think it's a mental thing? Do you think it's just, like, what I think is it? A multiple, it could be comfortability, comfortability, it could just be, you know, the, obviously ping's a factor. Um, it's a lot of reasons, because, you know, Tom, we've always had this debate. Just because you're better online doesn't mean you suck on land. Like, yeah. you, people seem to think if you're better online, you suck on land. That's not what it means. Like, like, there's just some players who just play better online. The way they play works better, um... But, but yeah, I don't know. Might not have been a factor as much as we're talking about in this series, but it is something just to note down for yeah. future reference. No, 100%. I, I definitely agree. I mean, I was talking about Octane the other day. I just feel like that guy, guy levels up when he's online. There's something about him on online. He's, I don't know if it's just like he's I, in his I, own head or, or I think what. it's the pace. The pace, right? Because uh, usually the gameplay slows down on land. If the game's a little bit slower, Octane is going to... Right, because yeah, he's in yeah. his own element. You put him in yeah, his, it, it just fits his play there. style. Yeah. The reason why I stopped it here at the end of the game is because, listen, 
Florida can bring this back here, okay? They're down by, you know, nearly 100 points. But listen, a couple hills, and that's 120 points. They're right back in it. But Trey Zero, people were calling for this guy to be dropped. And I said, listen, this guy makes plays. Look at the long route out of Mr. Trey. Going all the way around, sneaking through the backside. This is a good heads-up play out of him. You don't see a lot of players do this. And on Gavitu, this is going to be something you're going to see a lot. And it's been something that I noticed. The one person that does such a good job at being a nuisance in that back hill area is Pred from Seattle. I want to note that down when we get there. But you can see Trey taking a long route. The rest of his hill or the rest of his team just hitting through the front. Florida, you think they made a mistake here, Pat? Maybe not picking up the back. I just feel like they're so fucking tunnel visioned. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Anytime like, look, let, they're just they're just running forward. Anytime you let the opposing team's main AR make a play like that around the back, yeah, you made a mistake. Um, and and that's kind of and that's kind of what I was talking about before with, you know, this this Florida team to me is hyper aggressive. Like just the way I look at them, they're just a hyper aggressive team. And I don't feel like that really plays into this map that much. Uh, I could be wrong. I'm not screaming it day in and day out. But I don't know. I, yeah, I agree with you. I think they're playing way too aggressive um, and not getting kills to supplement that. So Yeah, no, it's definitely a veteran play coming out of Trey, and then that pretty much just called game after that. So London, they were able to take the first map. It was an absolute bloodbath. Let's take a look at the scoreboard, man. Reese, not looking too good face map. 12 and 24, not what you want to see from Reese. We know he could do better than that. Just a tough one from him. Gizmo really showing out for London, 24 and 14. Afro, 20 and 14. Anything that catches your eye here, Power, just the same old bullshit. Same old bullshit. Same, same old bullshit. bullshit. But, but Afro and Gizmo were having their way. So I think that's that's something to note. I mean, because we were talking the rookies, about the rookies. Man. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, if, they're, if they're just going dub pause on hard points, I mean, that's, that's obviously something you got to talk about. Okay. Now we got to talk about this map. Okay. We go on to a Desert Siege S&D. And this map was driving me fucking nuts watching this. I hate Pat, and I don't know how you feel about this. But do you like when teams play retakes on bomb sites? Or is it situational for you? Does it does it depend on the site and it depend so, so on the situation? Say, like, giving up the plant intentionally, yeah. just, like on defense, just being like, you know what, just let them have that. Let's let's stack here, stack there, and if worst comes to worst, we'll retake it. You know? Yeah, I don't I don't like I don't like the stacking a site idea. I, I do like the blind countering idea, but I don't like the like just fifty pure fifty fifty after that. Like if you're gonna make a blind counter play like that and you're gonna like assume they're gonna go to a site and then get it wrong and retake. I still think you need to play a little bit more aggressive and kind of catch them in transition of trying to get bombed down instead of going for a full-blown retake, especially in this game where there's no smokes, right? Like, when we talk about past Call of Duties, you needed a smoke for a retake. Like, that was the most crucial thing. I'm thinking back to, like, World War II when you would save your smokes for retakes. Mm -hmm. if, if you're not able to do that, you're just you're asking to lose. Yeah, and I feel like right here, like, I just feel like it's too easy. I just feel like it's too easy for London. They just waltz up to the A-bomb site like it's fucking nothing and just get it down. And it happened throughout the whole game. I mean, London ended up closing this out 6-1. to one. They were absolutely smoking them. And every offense, they just kept getting those bombs down. Once you get the bomb planted and you back on up and you hold your crossfires with the team and just get eyes on bomb, it's really difficult to retake. And I know some teams like to play retakes, but the thing is, is in the past, man, on certain maps, sure, you could play a retake on certain sites because it's easy depending on the site. But especially a site like this, like, you can't let people get set up on Desert Siege just holding crossfires. There's way too many angles, way too many corners. I mean, I'm just getting a headache looking at Awakening screen right now. <laughs> 
like <laughs> yeah. the, you know what i'm saying it just, to clear a room you gotta look seven different ways yeah like it just doesn't it's it's just not gonna work and i we also see a lot a lot of snipers on desert siege pat what do you think about that because i know they removed the attachments right from the snipers did they i didn't know if that was decided on i know they were talking about it is that what they went with i'm pretty sure they're they're fucking around with attachments right now they're like what taking attachments off and this and that and i forgot who it was gersh you might know but somebody was tweeting about how they keep getting hit markers without the attachments that they really uh, insight i think oh it was One inside of the, of the british guys Some, yeah. somebody was complaining about hit markers and we saw a few hit markers today we saw skies get a few hit markers and uh i think there was somebody else who got a hit marker so i it don't know gaze, though if it's not a damage or range based attack nobody's gonna use it well no i'm saying it's not gonna cause the hit marker like extra hit markers so oh yeah yeah i don't know what just the shout attachments out, shout out to pomage just aim a little bit higher but... yeah aim a little bit higher shout out to, to mr pain pomage but again look at this round look at london again i mean keep in mind i mean florida end up dying here london was playing for picks but all game long it just felt like florida couldn't get anything going and uh on desert siege they got blown out once again I just felt like they looked uncomfortable. And was it Florida that looked really good in S&D in the kickoff? Wasn't it Florida? Yeah, that we were talking about them, how they looked good. They yeah, just they, looked like their S&D looked so right? organized and so good. Where today, I just I don't know. It just seemed like they didn't. It couldn't get anything going. I wonder. I mean, if you mentioned that Reese has kind of let you know about the ping situation, if that kind of got into their heads earlier, got them flustered a little bit. This obviously is the first you know match online, the first match of a new year. Um, and you know, as a player, like you can get frustrated. Maybe that, maybe that kind of got to them, and they were playing a little flustered. Kind of what it would seem like. Yeah, yeah, they could, they could have been flustered for sure. Um, I wasn't really too sure. Right there's a hit marker from Skies, but that was kind of through the train and stuff. That was kind of It Damn was low. low too. It looked like he hit him in the feet a little bit. Um, and then you can see Trey too. He was kind of oh well, that one. I don't know about that one. That one looked pretty clean. That Is one he wall banging there? I, I, I think he's tell. wall. I think he's wall banging there. I th I think that was a wall bang. It lo it looked like a wall bang. Another thing is until like what mid afternoon yesterday, um, silent plant plants weren't in the game. I saw that. Yeah, it was like it, it, it like broke the game, right? Like it crashed every time. Yeah. There was a, an issue. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then Afro makes the absolute play right here. So I wanted to highlight this play from Afro. This is something that this kid does so great. He has such a good map awareness. He always knows where those gaps are. And I mean, listen, this is S&D too. So he's taking a huge risk. It's a 3v3. He's taking a huge risk making a play like this. He's on the B-bomb site. Probably hears some noise mid-map. But look at this. He's going to throw some shoulders. He's not going to see anybody. And he's going to hit that go button. He's going to hit that go button. He's going to get in behind. And just like that, Skies caught with his pants down. With that sniper in hand. He's going to get taken down. And instead of Afro just continuing to run forward, he backs on up, plays his life, and pops another two-piece. Gets another kill onto Awakening to close out the round. I think that was a huge swing around London. Had a lot of momentum once Afro made the play there. It was all over. So just wanted to highlight that play. Good play out of him. Is that word you were talking about? Decisive. 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 That's no it, bro. And that's like hesitation in COD fucking kills you. In my opinion. I feel like when you hesitate and you, you don't know where you're going or what to do or you're not confident in what you're doing, it always falls through. You look at the scoreboard a little bit. Anything that catches your eye, Pat. A couple, a couple breadies coming in from the Florida guys. Honestly, the one one thing that's catching my eye again is is just Afro and Gizmo just again, doing their thing. The fucking rookies, Pat. They, the, the the young guns are taking over, Pat. I'm telling you. I think it was somebody in my chat who who said that you know for a few years from now. I mean, obviously this happens in every sport, but he, I think a new era is on its way, Pat. I feel like a new era of young players are are ready to go. I feel like they're on their way in. I feel like we always had that era. We had uh you know the. The scum, crim, attached, formal, you, you know, era. 
now we have like the Simpa BZ, like the Standies, Awakenings, like all these, you know, all these young guys coming in. And now you got a whole nother era with, with Pred and Sib and Gizmo and Afro and all these guys. Every year they just come out of nowhere. They come out the woodworks. We got to talk about this map, Pat. <laughs> this map Jeff's sucks dick. Go. This map sucks dick. Jeff's I'm going to be the go, one to man. say it. This one's got to go, bro. The B point is literally impossible to get unless you go completely Wait, rolled. Is there a pro in the chat right now? Why why is this being picked so much? Can, can we get some insight uh, as to why we, we see so many of these damn Gabatu controls? Listen, people want me to analyze, okay? You want me to analyze this map? This is what's going on. Every single offense team just works trades and works kills and tries to get boat control to get the A site. That's it. Try and get the A site, try and get boat control, and try and get the A point and get that extra time. And then hopefully... You go down to lives, or you can get a clean four dead and somehow make your way towards that B point. Because if you get a four clean dead off the rip or something crazy happens in the middle of a game, sure, you can get the B point. I'm just saying it's it's very hard to do so. It's very difficult. I feel like uh, every single time we're seeing this map, it just looks so repetitive. Everybody's doing the Simp same things. Sim said in the chat that it somehow plays better than the other map. Well, which, the other map is, is Tuscan. Yeah, which is funny. Remember when when I was kind of talking about this and I had no insight on how control was played yet. I hadn't watched it. It literally looked like the only offensive strategy was just to hit the front over and over and over and over. So, yep. you know, it, it might be true. I don't know that uh, Sledgehammer's got to figure something out because it, do, it doesn't work right now. And listen, this is something that you see a lot of people doing on Gava 2. Skies is doing it right now on the defensive side. Push through that right side, kind of funnel London into that back corner. But the problem with that is his whole team went down mid-map. And once that happens, again, Nasty's going to get pushed out. I noticed a lot of people doing this. So in order to cap this eight point, every pro team's doing this. Pred was doing this as well. They get pushed out here, Pat. They get pushed out. They stay alive. They keep one or two on point max. As long as you have that top bowl control and you have somebody pushed out here, holding off angles and holding credits, it looks pretty good. And usually they cap the eight point. But what do you think, Pat? What is the best way to cap this? I feel like pushing out I, that I front. Think Stacking yeah, top bow is the best exactly way to do what it. You want to do. And it looks like there's just so many ways to finesse back right, right? Like you got every box in the world back there. You can go in the room in front of you if you need to. And you're gonna also, like you said, going to have someone top boat kind of looking over you, giving you info on, on you know, where they're coming off spawn and, and, and going to. So, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I think that's the only way you want to play it on that side. Yep. And you can see London, they're, they're forcing. They were able to force an A cap here, if I remember correctly. They force an A cap. And then, again, now, now you're in a situation where you have a minute and 30 to work with. Where do you go, right? So here's the thing. You go around the back. You see what London's doing right now, how they're going around the back, and they're mm. taking long routes and this and that. The only problem I have with this is if you get kills, they just they spawn on a split. They spawn right behind you. Yep. But it's good to be a nuisance because this is how you set stuff up. And you can see Gizmo already setting it up, right? He's hiding, and he's kind of waiting for his teammates. He can't really make a play until they get to ring, right? I feel like, I feel like he needs to be patient here. Um, and he did. He was super patient. Skies was in the hill. He ends up taking him down. That was the entry right there. If London was going to win this here, it was going to be right here. Uh, so London, they end up storming through the front. Gizmo picking up kills. But Florida, they end up holding strong. And uh, they end up taking How, out this I, defense. Wait, go back to that. They got they got three right there, right before you said... Uh, they trolled. London trolled right here, I think. Yeah, they, yeah, they had to. Because they got three pretty much instantly. So what, uh, so what happened? Gizmo, yeah, Gizmo made the play. It was the nades, too. I mean, that's what it was, Awakening. He horked the nade, got him off a hill, and then he just uh, won the yeah. one on the back. Which, that's another thing, too. Bro, your nade spot's got to be on point in this game. When Especially you're in that tank. Like, when they get in that tank, if you can hit some 
I'm surprised people aren't going over some like little, you know, setup spots to exactly land in that tank, like double nading, because I feel like that when people are when people are in that, it's so hard to get them out of that. They might, they might be going over setup spots. I have no I idea. Seen any yet. I haven't seen, I haven't any, seen yet, any lineups. That's for sure. You're talking about some lineups and shit. Some lineups, some lineups. There you yeah, go. that would be some some nerdy shit. I would like to see some of that. But uh, listen, here we go again. Florida back in the offense. You can see everybody fighting for that boat control. Um, Florida was able to flood onto this A point, and then they ran into the same problem London did. They get the A point, and now it's like, okay, well, how are we going to do this? What's the best way to go about this? Because as long as London just stays disciplined here and just holds all their lanes and makes sure nobody sneaks through, I mean, you're pretty good to go. You can see Vivid. He's trying to play aggressive with that MP40, trying to be a nuisance, but it just wasn't enough in the end. London was able to hold strong, go up 2-1, to one, and then wasn't it London? Did they close out on an offense? I think London did close out on offense. I could be wrong. Let me see. They go two two. You might be right. I think I think London might have might have closed it out on the offense, and I kind of want to go back and see how they won it. Um, yeah, yeah. So it was it was right here. Dude, I just every time you like fast forward and pause for a second as you're fast forwarding, I just see the whole kill feed is like yeah, seventy five percent well, white. Well, that that's the thing too. Seventy five percent white. Yeah, I was trying to fucking analyze <laughs> a boat cage before because I wrote a bunch of notes today because I wanted to make sure we didn't miss anything. And literally, my boat cage notes are unreadable. Like it's it's impossible. <laughs> you can't keep up. Killed more. Killed more. Literally, it's just so it's just so back and forth, so trade heavy. But let's let's tune in. Let's see how London was able to break into this. So once again, somebody's able to sneak through to the back, and I think it was zero again. Once again, doing what he does right. You, you can see London. See more more listenings on teams' offensive control rounds. I think we need more of that. Mm -hmm. I don't want to see defensive control round listenings. I want to see offensive only yeah. and more of them. Cause I think that would help make these controls like you know more tangible to watch. Yeah, you can understand like go through their thought process a little bit and kind of know what they're thinking, right? When you hear the listenings. But look at this, London. They storm through the right side of the map. They storm through mid, and they get kills. And then once they get the kills, they just hit out the back of these spawns. And honestly, it was Trey who, again, making a heads-up play. He wins a huge one-on-one -on -one in the back. And then once he wins this one-on-one, -on -one, you see the spawns coming in from Florida. Right see how they spawn him, yeah. right behind him? I just think London does a good job knowing that they're spawning there, right? Trey turns around. He knows that they're coming behind him. So he ends up making a good play. Just him staying alive back here. Look at number two. He has to get off the point. He has to try and back on in. He knows there's a guy there. The streaks are coming in. Trey staying alive just buys time. Him staying alive buys time. That, and if you back it up, there was a kill that Nasty just got, like, 30 seconds, or not 30 seconds ago, like, 10 seconds ago, where there was one more player for Florida left, and he was in ring, and Nasty was coming off spawn, and he cleared him out of ring. It was while Trey was alive still in the back. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, it's right there. Yeah. Right there? That, are you nasty talking about, killed Yeah, when Nasty Vivid. killed Vivid? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, that was a good play. Vivid was the last one to left ring. I mean, that if he could have, if he would have won that one and <laughs> stayed <laughs> ring, I think he would have bought his team enough time to kill Trey out the back and then get kind of some control back. Yeah. But he didn't. They lost all control, and then they were all spawning out, and it was GG yep. from there. Well, listen, good job from London. Listen, they came out today, chat, and completely blew these guys out of the water. It was a quick 3-0. I think the series lasted about 30 minutes. Uh, it was and less, bro. It was, it was less. less. It was less than 30 minutes. Just put it this way. Pat was still working when the day ended. He was like, holy <laughs> shit, it went by quick. London, I think it all started with this first series. Looking back at the scoreboard, again, people struggling. Sky struggled with this map again. He was he was having a rough series today. Um, just some inconsistencies, again, coming out of Florida. It was the same problems they had last year, Pat, in Cold War. It just seems like they're always finding inconsistencies. Florida could come out fucking tomorrow or whenever they play again and absolutely fry. Uh, we also got some, uh, if you look over at London, everybody's positive. Everybody's pulling and, weight. 
uh, you know, because we were talking about the uh, the maps that they played, playing like two Gavatus, uh, I wonder who was higher seed. I think they do coin flips to determine, but I wonder if London got higher seed and then picked double Gavatus. I have no idea. That would make sense, right? Because it would make sense. I don't think Florida would be picking that. No, not at all. I mean, I don't know. I don't see the thing with me, Pat, is like I'm still I don't know which teams like what their favorite maps are yet, just because it's yeah, we're same. still so early on, so we're kind of waiting. Um, everybody's spamming Crimsic's tweet in the chat, so we might as well pull it up. Good game, Seattle Surge. Great team, but they keep getting consistently lucky versus us. Lamar is trash, but Sid makes up for it because that guy doesn't fucking miss. LOL. <laughs> Why is he got to throw strays at Lamar like that, Pat? What's going on? <laughs> I mean, I ain't going to say nothing, but, but yeah. Sid, Bro, Sid look, Sid, we, we'll, get there, we'll get there later, but Sid we'll get there. gross in that series. He did look gross. Sib was doing Sib things, um, and we'll get there, obviously. So we'll, we'll save that for, for last. But, Pat, Bo Cage hard point. We got Los Angeles Gorillas going up against the Boston Breach, and we're kicking things off on Bo Cage. What were your initial thoughts on this map? I thought originally it was just super back and forth. Uh, and then it came down to those P2s. Boston Breach for me just kept locking down those P2s. It was the only reason why the game was close. But LAG somehow still able to sneak this first map win. Yeah, so I got to watch the series. And, and I was I was in my head. I was like, this has got to be a must win. Like, not not like a do or die moment. But this, to me, this was like a LAG must win to get like their confidence up. You know, to kind of brush off the fact that, you know, they got shit on at the, uh, the kickoff and Pierce tweeted no one cares. Because mm -hmm. uh, they're not playing a top, t like, they're not playing like a top six team in the breach, in my opinion. They're playing a, a, you know, a good, solid team. But to me, this was a must win for them. So, I don't know. I, I, breach looked better than I thought, but... I mean, it's Bocage. I don't know how much we can put weight into that on the map. One, it's just yeah. a trade fest, but... It's a trade fest. The, the hill for me, like the biggest hill for me is that P2 hill. I feel like that's like a really good power hill. I feel I feel like a lot of people on that P1 hill don't even play for that P1 time. They For the most part, everybody's saying long routes. Everybody's well, trying to weird. go around. We see like a little bit of both. We see some teams that don't play for it and then some teams that blow other teams out in terms of capture time on P1. Mm -hmm. I feel like we've seen a bit of both. It's never like one or the other. It's Or it is one or the other. Like it's not... It's not a mix of just everyone playing for P1, how how you would think on a kind of a finesse hill. Yep. And hey, Lamar just exposed Krim, by the way. What do you mean he exposed Krim? What do you say? Uh, peep his reply. It's, it's better shown than explained. Oh, God. Oh, my God. We got some drama already on the flank. It's, just, it's day yeah. one. It's fucking <laughs> opening fucking day. We're already getting this shit. What is this? Keep that same energy. Oh, he's exposing DMs. Okay. Brother, I got more respect for you than 95% of the pros because of how you hold yourself accountable and you weren't afraid to hurt someone's feelings. Straight up winner mentality. Appreciate it. Uh, Krim then said, cross faded as fuck, but seriously, you might think you're hard to deal with, but so am I. I got more respect for someone who blunt that annoys me time to time than someone I like that's a pussy. Those are the people saying the shit you know is true, but don't want to hear. But that's the definition of allowing yourself to improve. You broke up my dynasty team with those World War II wins straight up. And then Lamar said, this is some premium gas. Okay. I mean, so I mean, that's definitely exposing some DMs. But the thing is, at the end of the day, Krim did say Lamar is trash. So, like, his skill is trash. He didn't say anything about his mentality or stuff like that. So, I don't really know if Lamar's reply kind of, kind of, discredits what Krim is saying. I think it was just Krim likes Lamar's, you know, mentality on how to play as a player, but he was still calling him okay, trash. But Pat, still but saying, Pat, like, but Pat, yeah, but the word trash is a bad word to use. Lamar's shot is not trash. You know well, what I'm I saying? I think that's what Krim was saying. He's saying he's I think trash. Krim was trolling. 
Krim was not trolling. He was definitely not. He, was, he wasn't that serious, though, dude. Mm-mm, you don't, yeah, I don't know. I mean, Krim's always fucking trolling, so it's hard to tell, yeah. right? But I mean, listen, it's stupid shit. Let's move on from but, this. But, stupid if, shit. but if Krim was trolling and Lamar thought Krim was trolling, you think Lamar's going to expose DMs? Like, you know nah, I mean? I'm surprised Lamar even tweeted that or he gave him the time. But that's that's a W from Lamar in my book. He said, you know what? You're going to drag my name just because bet, you don't want to see somebody calling you trash on the timeline. You don't want to see that. Oh, I've seen, I've, I've had that happen plenty of times, but you know what happens at the end, Tom, you know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You're a moron. Look at this, Pat. This is what I was talking about. So the P1 hill, right? 18 seconds have gone by, Pat, and now one person has touched that hill. You want to know why? They're all playing Quiet, for Tom. P2. They're all playing for P2, Pat. They're opening it up. Look at Gunless now, trying to make the play. They know he's back here. So they're all playing for him. Now you see them soaking some time now. After, you know, 15, 20 seconds, they finally get it. But Boston Breach was able to come out on top once again. They locked down this P2 side of the map every time. And by the way, TJ Haley's been shooting fucking laser beams, bro. He's looking like his old self out there. He was looking yeah, really I'm good I'm today. I'm actually happy to see that because I think this was a, uh, you know, this team is kind of like TJ's chance to really put himself back on the map. Because, I mean, I think TJ's nasty. I think he's been nasty but he was looking a little lackluster the last couple of years. So so I'm, I'm glad to see it, and I hope he continues to, to step up to the plate and fry all year long. Hell yeah, bro. I, I want to rewind this, because speaking of the P2s, the last P2 was fucking insane. Watch this. Look how many people are playing for these backspawns, and look how crazy it gets. So it starts off here with Slasher at the top of the map. You see Slasher? He gets a spawn in the top right of the map. He says, you know what? I'm going to try and flip this shit. I'm going to try and go around, do what I can do. Slasher? Gets a big one-on-one onto TJ there. He pushes through to the back. He ends up getting chased down now by Capsule. Capsule's like, okay, you're not having it. All of Boston still spawning. Slasher wins another one. Then you have Gunless pushing through the left. Gets a kill. I mean, all these kills, Pat, personally, like, I think LAG should be, should be flipping here. But then if I remember correctly, Nero gets a kill. And then all of Boston spawns on top of him. So it's like, you know, these squad spawns are just fucking Jesus. insane, Pat. It's just insane. I, and that's... I, wish, I wish there was a way to disable it just for competitive. Like, leave it in the casual shit and just disable it just for competitive. That would make me so happy because I feel like so many maps just improved drastically. Mm -hmm. Because look, because Slasher does a fantastic job. He hits the right. He picks up a couple kills, buys time for his teammates, who's gunless, number two. You see him going to the left side of the map. Boston's flipped now. LAG took over that spawn. LAG should hold on to those spawns right now. But then Nero, he ends up going big, and that's what kind of, like, made everything a little weird. It was just so weird to me that, one, number four, I feel like should be cutting left when he comes off spawn. I feel like Slasher should cut, just in case. But Nero goes completely big, and then Boston just spawns there. So the squad spawns were a little weird, especially with TJ, like, spawned out across the map. I thought Boston was just going to keep spawning out, but... You can see how things get really mixy on both cage, guys, and it's really difficult to analyze sometimes because it's really hectic, and it comes down to just one-on-one -on -one fights and who's winning those battles in the back. Slasher started off with a couple kills. He dies. Nero start, gets another couple kills, and just like that, Boston, we're able to hold on to those spawns. But, Pat, what happened towards the end of this game? What do you think happened to Boston? I feel like right here, LAG did a good job making it mixy. It was Kyler who made the initial play. If you watch number one, you see Hook. He's the one making it mixy, being a nuisance on a map. Pat, you know what Kyler can do? He's just another day for yeah. Hook. And I think he's one of those players I kind of mentioned before. Like, the, the pace that he brings, especially online when the game is playing fast, right? It's not slowing down like he does on land. He is gross because his pace is, is unreal. He's probably one of the fastest players I've ever seen on the map. 
uh he just kind of charges charges any gunfight snaps and just keeps going but uh mm -hmm. but yeah i think he was the the catalyst to making it as mixy as possible yeah he made it mixy boston could have won it there if he didn't make it mixy so we end up going to another p3 hard point and again just a lot of trading everybody's battling for the back i noticed pat that a lot of people on his p3 hard point are are not really playing for those back spawns i noticed that sometimes people just rather hold from the front if you have control, right? Well, you gotta you gotta think if you're able to do that too. There's only what two doors. Like if you lock down the right side of the map, you gotta worry about like a window and a, and a door, right? And that's pretty mm -hmm. much all you gotta worry about if you're gonna hold it from the front. So yeah, so yeah, I think that's a viable strategy. And you are kind of spawning deep, and with utility throwing your stun, I think stuns still do like 20 damage. If I'm if that hasn't been updated, no, like, they changed that. I thought did it? Didn't they change that, Gersh, or no? I think they were editing this the 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 stun, but they didn't change the damage value. You could. They changed it. They didn't change the damage. I I thought they. Yeah, I, I thought the they changed it. Value is still twenty. I know they made an update. They just didn't change the the damage value. Oh, okay. The one thing they did really fix was a uh, fortified. They got buffed, so like, um, or it got nerfed, uh, yeah. right? So you can actually get killed by kill streaks. Yeah. 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 yeah you can actually get killed by kill streaks no now, which is a good thing. Glide bombs. Yeah. Even even though the glide bombs or whatever they work now, but the other streak, the the runner, the gun runner, whatever the hell it's called, that shit doesn't even work half the time when people even oh, drop it. Sim says they they put it to three. That must that must have just happened. It was twenty at launch though. Sim. Mm -mm. Yeah yeah yeah. They they changed it. They ended up changing it. This is where things get crazy. So Boston they end up running in, but because LAG were spawning close, they were able to flood on into this hill, and it was your your duo Pat Slasher, who was able to close this out with a big three piece. Check this out. Little pre fire here jumps the corner, takes down Big Tony, and look at Slasher Pat. Getting cracked with the MP40. What are your thoughts on that? I mean, that's that is Austin. Like he's gonna clutch up when it matters, but I still gotta see more out of him, man. I think Big P was frying this map, but but I don't know. I I, I gotta see more out of Austin. It was a hype three piece to to ice the game up, but I gotta see some forty bombs out of yeah, Austin. Yeah, I wanna you see know, some forty. We know, we know he's got like, it. We know he's got it in that's him. That's what I'm saying. Like I need to see something big out of him. Okay, I, listen. I can't just limit him just to like one nice clutch three piece. <laughs> yeah, no, Austin. Austin is. Uh, I think Austin has a lot more in the tank for sure. Honestly, I'm gonna be honest with you. I want to see more from everybody on this fucking team, except for Big P. I feel like Big P's been doing his fucking thing. But what is going thing. on in these S and Ds, Pat? What is happening to LAG and Surge? Why can't they grab a round? I mean, Asim di didn't even get a kill to the last like couple rounds again. And he had I a donut think last time. That's what we were talking about. This team is just not on the same page. Just I mean, like right, ignore ignore them as a team, right? Just look at them one by one as players. To me, none of these players play S and D the same way. Not one of them. Like they've never been on a team that plays S and D the same way. Uh, and then you throw them all together, and and yeah, I just think they're they're not on the same page whatsoever. Yeah, and you can see here the bombs going down, and LAG just kind of turtling, man. I mean, listen, I fucking hate retakes, but pro players seem to disagree. You could tell LAG is completely playing for a retake here. They have no eyes on sight. They don't even care if the bomb goes down. Now that the bomb's going down, LAG, they have to work something here. They get Tony. They do a great job coordinating their attacks and getting take, taking care of Big Tony. But then this is where things get a little crazy. Big P doesn't see this guy get behind him. Nero makes a play. Capital and Nero for the 2v4 pat. The two rookies make an absolute plays here. I think they were playing slow that round too, because Pierce had a sniper back A. Yeah, trying to get but, a pick maybe. Yeah, but do we? I mean, like, how do you feel about that? Do you want to see Pierce sniping? Like, I feel like Pierce that is was such like a, a a clutch player, a playmaker. Like, 
I, I don't know. I don't know what it was what the, weird what to see him sniping was. though, right? I, I feel weird. like that's like a forced decision, right? Like like they're thinking too much into the sniping stuff, especially on this map. I I want to see Pierce just doing his thing, getting openings, making plays, but but yeah, I don't know. Which is exactly what he does right here in this round, Pat. I don't know if you saw this, but this was a big 1v3 from Big P. So this is where I thought yeah, LAG might have been able. They're down 4-0, but I mean, Pat, if you're going to bring it back somehow, you need some sign of life, you know? I mean, yeah, but I just don't want to go down 4-0. Yeah, well, listen, and they did the same thing the last map, too. LAG, did their S&Ds just don't look good. I See, mean, like, this is what Pierce needs to do every round, bro. If there, if there is somebody being like, yo, Pierce, snipe for us, like, mute yourself. You know, you know what's weird, practice, too? It's just... like, I feel like... I feel like a lot of different people can snipe on that team. Who can snipe? Asim can snipe. Like, they can snipe. Like, to me, this is just a team that I don't think even should be sweating sniping. Like, they need to just get on this. I, like, honestly, I want to see this team just run around and hit shit together. Yeah. Like, this pissed me off right Asim here. And just, and just make a play together. But this pissed me off right here. Pat, Pat, what did I say in the last show about who can ace them? What did I say? I said that they need to start working together. They need to make sure that their chemistry is on point, that they're working together. Look at this. When Which it, makes sense. They're both hyper-aggressive in a sense. Right. Like, why not just follow each other up? Right. And this, they did the exact opposite here. When a 3v3 situation, they got full control here. Pat, they have eyes on the A bomb site here. Kyler ends up pushing. I don't think Kyler needs to chow this. I don't think he needs to chow this at all. I think he should just buddy up with Asim, play corners, and just wait. Just wait for them to come. But regardless... If Hook called out, let's chow, they should chow. If Hook didn't call out anything, I don't know. I don't know what happened in the situation. But regardless, they weren't on the same page. Hook chows. He dies. Asim's just sitting there. Just like that, it's a 3v2. Hook gets singled out. They had full map control. They had the sight. Asim gets Shoot. picked out because Boston uh, is rotating. Just like that, it's a 3v1. I mean... Hook's got good comms. I played with him in, in Black Ops 4. But, like, sometimes in those situationals, he'll just go rogue. And I think his mindset is he sees a teammate on the minimap, so he's expecting a follow-up. Yeah, but he's I think, expecting I think Asim was kind of thinking how you're thinking, like, yo, we got there, we got full control, we got both sites, we don't got to do nothing. We can just chill. This should be a round win for sure. Right. But then, but then Hook just goes rogue, and then, yeah, it just, uh, just falls apart from there. Yeah, it fell apart. It's just little things like that, man. They're just man. not on the same page. That's, not that's on the really same all page. it comes down to. They're just not on the same page at all. Mm-hmm. And you can see Big and P. And back to Big P sniping. Big P sniping, and he's working the same angle, and then he missed a shot. He was stunned a little bit, but then he gets, he takes care of TJ. Big trades are coming in hot. Um, LAG was bringing it back a little bit, and they did the same thing last map, uh, Pat, where it just felt like they started off so slow, and then all of a sudden, they start picking up the fucking pace and bringing it back, but it's just too late. It's too late. They're winning round by rounds, but who gets some nice shots here? Kills Capsule. They make it 3-5, and then they end up getting taken down here. It was Asim who opens things up with a first blood. He started picking it up towards the end, but it just wasn't enough. Hook's trying to push through, and, uh, I think it was... Did this end up going 4-5? No. So they end up clutching this. Boston Breach does a good job here. And look at this. Kyler Dice found man. a gap here. Kyler found a gap here. I'm surprised Kyler didn't hit this. Right here, big P spots both players, right? So why doesn't Kyler just instantly hit out that door? I think he's. I think originally he kind of like double-guessed it. See, he was about to hit out the door, and he doubled back. That would have been a free two-piece from Kyler. Which, listen, if this is going 4-5... This could have been anybody's game. I could I wonder, have said LNG making a play here. I don't know here. what Pierce was thinking, like, from his minimap. He sees Kyler basically behind him. I think that's why he chowed. Like, if you go back to Pierce, he sees him, and then he reach outs. Watch, he sees him, ducks back, and reach then reach outs. out. Yeah. I bet he was thinking that Kyler was right behind him. Yeah, but yeah he might have thought Kyler that Kyler was, was going to chow right there, maybe. I don't really know. Yeah, that's the only way I think he would have reached out like that, because he probably saw Kyler flanking on his map, but then Kyler decides to go top church, so. 
Yeah, and you can see everybody on LA Guerrilla is negative. Um, everybody uh, on Boston Breach. Well, not everybody. TJ Haley and Capsule. Pretty much just fucking pulling weight here. TJ doing what he does. He's back to business looking the like his old self. The Iceman, 12 and 5. Had 1,300 damage. Same with Capsule. So good plays coming out of them. Next map, we end up going into a... What was the next map? I don't remember. Was it a Gavitu Control? Oh, yeah. What, what the... Of course I remember. It's the only fucking map everybody plays. Gavitu Control. Uh, let's rewind it. Let's go back to the beginning. Gavit to control, ladies and gentlemen. We go right back to bases, back to where we started. First two rounds were won. They were both defensive rounds. Uh, I think there were some offensive rounds. This one got really mixy, Pat. This one was uh, was interesting. This one went all the way down to the wire. A couple offensive rounds were win here, Pat. They were won here. And I want to break it down, and I want to see how they were won. You see Slasher, he's making plays in the back. He's trying to stay alive. This spawn kill is absolutely brutal, by the way. Pat, when you're on the def when you're on the offensive side and you're getting pinned back into your base, that's never a good sight. Especially because never fun. Period. <laughs> never fun, and, and then once people get control of this top boat, which is this pretty much is all top boat control. And both teams are always fighting for this, and then occasionally you'll have somebody taking a long route, which you can see right now. Capital. Look at him going all the way around. This was a good play out of him. I like that he was being patient here. He wanted to pick up more than one kill, so he's just trying to spot more players. He's going to take down five Tone. And, 5 and 18. That's a great play. That is a good play, right? He's 5 and 18, and he's 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 holding some trigger discipline. Not bad. Let's be honest, though. He's that's 5 and 18, play. but, that's I mean, you're stuck in a fucking blender here, you know? Yeah, yeah, like, that's you know? what I'm saying. Like, that's a bad play. There's only so much you can fucking dump, you know? But we get into the Gavitu control. Boston almost gets the B point in the first round, I believe it was. Or LA Gorillas. So LA Gorillas are dropping a streak, which, by the way, these streaks were a little fugues. A little I bit. Mean, because these are getting killed. I mean, just, the only reason why I don't like the streak is because look where Austin is. Look where they are. They're not even, like, pushed up the map. Like, the, I feel like this streak can be completely useless. They end up getting the kills. Asim calls another one after this, too. He calls his missile in. He gets one on point. A team kill comes in for methods as well. And look, keep in mind, Pat, they streaked and didn't even move. Look at this. What was the point? They ate some streaks. Nobody moves. Everybody's just chilling mid-map, doing what they're doing. It's kind of just a waste. Then Asim ends up calling another one on the cross. He calls in that runner. Everybody goes down. Last one up is going to be TJ Haley by this ring. Good play out of him to try and stay alive, but he eventually goes down. But Pat, look at this. Los Angeles Gorillas find themselves onto the beat point. This is you in this situation. How do you set this up? What do you do here? Uh, I don't know. Because um, we had this discussion about people flanking and then having those situations where they spawn, like, behind them. Behind um, them, yeah. So so I'm not sure how... I, I still haven't decided. I don't even know if pros have decided how they want to play it because are, you might as well just, just play for kills, right? Like, uh, you're not going to win the round from... They won the round from kills, from lives. I mean, they That's did, they did, a, they did a good job. They, they won the round because they just were kept getting on A and just kept getting kills. And Asim got streaks. And Asim went on a crazy fucking 12 streak. Asim was going hard this map. He was fucking hard carrying. He went I on like, like a 10 streak. I like to see Asim with the, the auto more, more often than not, bro. I feel like I, even at the kickoff, when he had the auto out, he was piecing. Well, remember in Cold War, he used to run the AR a lot? Yeah, what AR was he? Yeah, yeah, and he was good bit, at yeah. it. And he was really good at that shit. Um, and you see LA Gorillas, they, they are able to win the offense. And listen, they won the offense. I get it. I know I say how impossible it is. But they won the offense because somebody had to go on a 12 streak and lap streaks and fucking drop all the streaks down just to get into the point, you know? So 
you know, I feel like Pat, as time goes on, people are just going to continually just keep giving up that A site. Because why even try and challenge the A site if you're just going to give the offensive team more lives and streaks, you know? Is it worth it to you? Is it worth it to you to push that A site if you all go down? Me, personally, yeah. I don't think so. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, we've seen it already. We've seen it already where people are just, you know, they're, they're already talking off the site. But Boston does the same fucking thing back. They end up getting onto this A site. This is exactly what I was talking about in the last map. Where you see players kind of get pushed up here into this P5 area. Like yeah, I didn't notice either. That was a good spot when I saw Zinni doing that. I didn't know about that, which is interesting. I'm going to use that in league play when it drops in 2045. <laughs> yeah, I thought, wait, I thought he was coming out on the first, by the way. Can it's, we, can it's we... coming out on Valentine's Day, the four, 13th oh, or the 14th. 14th. Okay. Gotcha. What's coming out on Valentine's Day? They got to release it on a, on a holiday? Uh, not to not to go off topic, but did you see uh Jack Felling? Uh, I don't know how many people are aware. Um, I think she she announced that she's leaving the CDL. Um, Who's that? You don't know who that is, Tom. I know. It, oh, let me link you to Twitter. I know you'll know who that is. Yeah, link me. Link me on a speak. I probably do know who it is. I know faces. I don't always know names. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Um. But anyway, uh, she tweeted in her in her post that she's excited that you know she was obviously a big part of working on getting a a true rank play, but she emphasized true rank play. So I'm I'm kind of excited to see how that rank system is gonna work because. Tom, I know you know over the past years, you know, we've hated that kind of that system of yeah. whatever Treyarch used. And then obviously World War II had the ELO system and we like that a lot. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm excited to see what kind of rank play there actually is going to be. But uh, but yeah, shout out to her and good luck in her future yep. endeavors. Shout Sorry out to her. No, no, no. You don't, listen, I don't care if we go off topic. People like that shit. I like that shit. It's always good to have a good conversation, figure out what's going on around here. But look, Absolutely. back into the map, right? Big P pushing out this ring area. You see a lot of teams, when they're on defense, try and push out this this right side of the map. Um, he's going to get taken down. You can see a lot, of, or left side of the map, excuse me. Just like that, four clean dead. Boston is able to get onto this point, and it was Nero and Capsule, which, by the way, Nero and Capsule are so aggressive on the map. They're fun to watch, man. I think they do a really good job just being annoying, just being super fucking annoying, always getting up in people's faces. You can see here that LAG, that they have no lives. Again, the lives just dwindled because they kept trying to hit that A point. It was nonstop trades. And Boston did a fantastic job. But look at this. LAG was able to sneak on in here at the final seconds, Pat. And I don't even know what happened right here to Boston because this shouldn't even have happened. I'm pretty sure Wait, Boston... where did they come from? Did they all come from the... They came like from the spawn. But yeah, look, like so, spawn so, this is, so this is where I even had this written down in my notes. A slasher long route. I love this play from slasher when he comes off spawn. Look at what he does. There's 25 seconds left. There's only Where's six he, lives. Okay, it's four. Yeah, I see him. He's number four. Look at what he does. He goes all the way around. He goes to the middle of the map. He takes a super deep route. He goes up here. He's able to find one. Once that kid ring dies, now now number two and number one can make the play now, you know, because they have nobody ring. Nobody's ring. Nobody's looking yeah. over the hill. They can hit onto the hill now because Austin took time, patience to hit that route. And that's having, like, tr you know, uh, faith in your teammates, right? Like, right. you're calling that play, and you're having faith that they're going to make that trust, that they're going to make the right play while you're – while because, you, I mean, he's taking their route, basically taking the matters in his own hands. Well, they had faith in Slasher there. I feel like that's they had – yeah, they yeah, had they, trust yeah, they in him. trust in him to make that right play. Right. And then again – and then but then this happens. They gave up the middle of the map. LAG tunnels vision. Slasher makes the play. LAG just kind of tunnel visions. You see Asim turn around. I don't know why Asim turned around there. He's holding, he's holding mid with his teammate. Maybe he thought that somebody was taking a long route, Pat. Like, maybe he thought why, somebody was going around. Why'd they give up ring control, though? Because they had it when, when well, Austin they collapsed. They collapsed on the... So, Austin made the play. 
I think Austin got a little nervous here that if his teammates died, they win the game because look at the tick. So Austin oh, came so back yeah, just in yeah, case, yeah, just in yeah. case, because if his teammates die, they lose, right? So then they instantly lose it again. But then this, they should still win this. With 17 seconds to go, they have the upper hand here. The only thing that's not going for them is their lives. But I feel like with, with 15 seconds left, it's, it's one, it's one it's wave. 4v4, it's one basically. push. Yeah. yeah. Each team is with four lives. That's pretty much how you gotta look at it. And Asim just got a little... I, I think Asim thought... You see how he like whipped and... and he thought somebody was coming behind him. He well, thought that somebody was the, taking a long the, route. I feel like there was some like some hesitancy in the comms, right? Like they got a little... Someone said something because you don't turn like that for no reason. Someone yeah. might have said we don't have our back or you know whatever it may be. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So, otherwise, you're not turning like that. You're you're holding what you what you had. Mm -hmm. And then after that, I mean, now it's just too many gaps. Slasher ends up giving up mid after getting a kill, which another again, like his teammates already have this. Like I don't know if it's really worth it for Slasher to give up mid, and then it allows for Mr. Capsule, the man himself, to storm through mid, finds a two piece, and Boston. We're able to clutch up this offense, which is such a big play. Because you got to think, LAG could close this out, Pat. They could close it out. Now we go into the overtime. It's going to be LAG that find themselves on the defensive side, which, Pat, I don't know if you knew this, but it goes by kills. It doesn't go by ticks. It's like a new thing in Vanguard. It goes by kills now. It doesn't go well, by the, ticks. The ticks don't even give you, like, the time. Like, it, it didn't cold war right like the ticks are there but they're not giving you the individual time bonus per tick is yeah. it no i don't think so they just okay, when yeah. you when you cap the whole point you get the time right yeah, yeah. and obviously getting on the point stops the time which is so what do you, what do you think you, you prefer ticks right i i do yeah, it's ticks every, the, it ticks yeah because tick, with OT, ticks yeah. it's obj it's it's an objective mind uh mentality right like you, you right. objective is priority which is how and it should like, be it's like progression right like you did more you know in your offensive rounds thus you would be rewarded yeah, no, I, I agree. And you can see here, Boston, they're on the offensive side. They do a good job. See, this is where LAG, it's like, you know, you could try the best you can to try and stop this, but eventually enough is enough. Uh, you don't want to keep pushing because if you keep losing those lives, it's going to end up hurting you. And this is where, like, like, I just feel like there's almost no point to do that. Like, Kyler, if you're going to slide in, you might as well slide in with your gun and have somebody get a trade. <laughs> like, at least try and put a bullet into them, you know? And then Slasher comes to come in for the trade, and they get pieced up by Nero. They get pieced up. The lives are going down. They get the extra time, and Nero poisoned instantly. He's going to push out, try and get that map control. How did they end up getting into this site here? So you see number two pushed out. And here's another thing, Pat. Here's another thing. Number two is challenging. Like, like Gunless is on the in the hills. You see him on top of the hills there? Do you think it's a better play if Gunless just, like, camps a corner and just doesn't even show his face? Just, like, hides. Because once he's spotted, once he's spotted by number six here, number five turns around and just takes him out. So do you think he, he made a good play there by not staying alive or what? I mean, I think he had to stay alive. I don't know if he should have camped a corner, but I definitely think he should have should have played to at least, you know, stay up. Stay up. No matter how he played it, his, his goal should have been to stay alive. Yeah. Well, they get gunless. He was the only one pushed out front. The rest of the LAG was kind of turtled in their base. So Boston was able to storm through ring, storm through the front. Ace him trying to do everything he can to contest. But here's the problem. LAG, because of them pushing A, because of them just tossing lives, look what happened now. It's 4-11 to 11 life advantage. At this point, if you're Boston, you don't really need to do anything. All you need to keep doing is just keep pushing and keep yeah, on trading, over. and it's over. Um, and Boston did a fantastic job clutching up on a control. Good so when, job when out of them. Have, when you have that much time left and you've already made such a significant progress in kills, I, I feel like it's impossible to lose, especially on that map. 
Yeah. But I think it came down to LAG just throwing lives away, like you mentioned with Hook, which is sliding in. Like, that looked, that looked like just like a YOLO play. It just like, looked like a troll. It just looked like yeah, a troll. And it's yeah, like, listen, ass. I understand, like, it's a YOLO play where it's like, we either stop it or we don't. But it's like, it just seemed like they didn't even attempt to stop it. It was just kind of like, they didn't give a fuck. There's like, just see what happens, you know, type of thing. Yeah, exactly, yeah. And, and it, it's just costing them lives. They get peace on a the point. They end up going down. Kyler didn't even put a bullet into them. Looking at the scoreboard here, you can see, uh, oops. You can see uh, Slasher trying to do what he can. Asim was, was going off this map, but it just wasn't enough. On the other side, again, the young guns got popping off a little bit. Capsule was actually negative. He brought it back a lot, Capsule, because he was getting smoked, wasn't he? Wasn't he getting fried yeah. in the beginning? I mean, I, see, the thing I like about Capsule, or the thing I, uh, so far that I got my impression is, like, he has such a high ceiling. Like, it's so high. But mm -hmm. it's, it's just that consistency factor. Like, some games he's frying, and some games he's starting 5 and 20. And granted, they were in the blender and that, you know, the spawn trap. But, but yep. yeah, he's got such a high ceiling. I just hope he can... You know, as time goes on, kind of tweak that, tweak his gameplay to be a little bit more consistent. Yep, I agree. I feel like there's a lot of players that can tweak their gameplay to be more consistent, especially yeah. especially who can ace them. I just feel like they're they're so talented. So, and someone said, uh, go, ahead, go, go ahead. ahead, no, you can go. You can oh, go. No, I was just gonna say because someone said it in chat. Someone said he he reminds me of Pristini, and that's a pretty good shout, right? Like, Pristini's skill ceiling was extremely extremely high. Like some of the plays he would make were gross and some of the maps you would have yeah um but but yeah he struggled again with that consistency factor so that's a good comparison mm -hmm. no 100 percent. persini was one of those players he had a lot of ups and downs but it, it was mainly like a play style thing even me pat that was like and my game, biggest thing game based too right yeah i mean even even for me when i was competing like my biggest thing was slowing down sometimes because sometimes i was just i was just overly confident just go 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 um, and you can see on the, on this hill, Pat, the P3 hill, everybody's always fighting for those back spawns. And Boston does such a good job getting to the back and kind of opening this up. And I don't even know how that happened. You can see number two, it's going to be Gunless. He's kind of the only one there. You can see number four, number three, it's Gunless and Asim. And this is what I'm talking about, like right here. You're on rotation, Pat. You have to hold this hill to bring it back. And I just feel like you have to be patient here. You have to let the play come to you. Asim's jumping out of a window right now on rotation. He's jumping out of a, of a window. That's bold. He's, That's bold. <laughs> he's trying to find kills. Then you have somebody pushing out docks, trying to find kills on the left side, which I don't really mind, but then he goes rogue with the child. Like, the guy docks can just camp a corner and let people run by him, you know? Like, be a little bit smarter. But he ends up overchallenging. Now, look at this. Big P's left in the back by himself. He can't do anything. He gets overwhelmed. It all comes down to Kyler. Everybody spawning in the back. Now, Boston broke the spawns pat in 10 seconds. 10 seconds just by just by getting picks and by LEG overchallenging. So Boston, they end up getting in, and they extend on their lead. Frying like that. Mm -mm. Yeah, Kyler was having a fucking map. This map, he was frying. And that's the thing, Pat. Nobody's saying any of these LAG guys are bad. They're all so fucking good. Oh, all of them. I think, that, I think that's their problem. They have so much talent. They just don't know how to put it together yet, right? Yeah. Like they're not on the same page. Talent will never be this roster's issue. It's just the fact that they're just not playing good and, as a and team. And look, look how that costed them, Pat. Look at look at what that rotation cost this, them. Oh, I so I don't know if you saw the clip, but this is like this exact moment is when Tim the Tapman uh, was like, oh yeah, Boston's got this in the back, <laughs> and then they and the LAG yeah. brings it back. Speaking of Tim the Tapman, I don't know if you guys noticed, but uh, a co-stream from the colleague. We don't yeah. see that, Pat. That's the first I think time, like I think. The first one, yeah, first one. It's a co-stream. Obviously, Tim the Tatman, he signed on YouTube, right? It's a YouTube deal. That's something that I can't do. Um, co-streaming has been talked about a lot for me, but uh, I'm just on a Twitch deal, you know? So with the league being on YouTube, I'm Oof. just not able to do it. Um, but that was super cool to see Tim the Tatman getting involved and giving his predictions. And I don't know if you guys know about the Tim the Tatman curse, but whatever this guy thinks the team's going to win, they always lose. And it's been going on yeah, for months Boston now. Yeah, broke it. 
Boston, Boston broke, broke the case. Boston somehow did it. I don't know what it was. Did you just see Slash's tweet after the fact too? Yeah, he was like, even in the chat, man, Slash, can't save me. Yeah, Slash's t tweet was, uh, I, I, I swear I had the worst curse. Even Tim the Tapman can't save me, which uh, was kind of a hurt piece for Austin. There was you one. The, did you see the flank tweet about it? No, you tweeted something, Gary. What did you tweet on yeah, this? So basically, LAG and uh, the Rams are owned by the same company, right? Yeah. Oh, wait, so, I did see this. Yeah. yeah. LAG helping, I mean, technically helping and breaking the curse by losing gives Rams a shot at the Super Bowl. Wait. That's my game's right oh, there. Oh, yeah, true, <laughs> true, true. Wait, Tinder Tavern's faces are comedy, too, like his reactions and stuff. But that is true. I didn't even think about that, Gersh. I didn't even fucking think about that. You Like, the curse is broken at the right time, you're saying. Exactly. Right here was unbelievable. I really want to highlight this from LAG. This was fucking impressive, bro. It starts with Asim. He's staying alive in his top sniper tower. He was picking up kills left and right, just staying alive here off this old time, right, on this P4. Pat, look at how they funnel them on this P5 hill. Look at how they funnel. They bring it all the way back from this. Obviously, LAG is down 1-2, so they need to push this to a map number 5. And look at their setup here. Yeah, this Asim, is actually gross. This is godlike. Godlike. Look at where Boston bet, is spawning. Look at where they're spawning bet, right now. I bet we see more of this. Like this, that, you know, that's, like, that's the ideal setup for this hill. I bet we see more teams. 100%. And now we can analyze a little bit. This is Damn. where it's like, you know, you can analyze things because now you can see teams actually setting shit up rather than just running around and hoping for and, the fucking best. I think best. that's the map. Like, Berlin is perfect for that. Like, it's perfect yeah. for that. Even do here, you, do you do you know Tom? Is this one of the uh, like players' preferred maps? Or uh, players? yeah, it is. I'm pretty sure people love Berlin. I'm pretty sure the players love Berlin. That makes sense. Yeah. Last time, it last seems time to I operate asked, the most like a a normal what we perceive yeah. would be a normal hardpoint. Yeah, and it was really good, really good heads up play out of them. And even Slasher again, look at the route he takes. He's just so good at, at knowing when to hit these gaps and when to hit these routes. I mean, he's such a playmaker. It's what he does just best. Aware. He's just aware. He 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 hits the right side of the map. He gets in from behind and instantly just takes down two on Hill and opens it up, right? Just opens, almost got a three here. So that would have been a great play. But LAG, because of the play that Slasher made, took his time, realized where the enemy's spawning, realized the gap on the map. He ended up taking a little Zuma flank around the backside and got LAG into this hard point. Boston was rotated, ready to go. Boston holds his time. They win the map. Aeson was able to stay alive here. They were able to pick up some kills. But LAG, storming through the, these last couple of hills, Pat. They brought it all the way back. Which was impressive. I was happy I mean, to see dude, this. Yeah, I think they were down 130 to 190, like four. So yeah. they've gotten uh, over 100 points, and Boston's gotten four. Boston so they hasn't just done shit. The, they just had them in the blender. Mm -hmm. And Asim was able to get streaks. Asim really kicked up maps three and four. He kicked up. He was he was showing out. He was able to get some streaks. He finds one into Hill. And then at I mean, this I think, point, I think him getting in that that tower was pivotal for that that oh, 60 yeah. setup they got on P5. It was. He said because because him being there just forces them into that spawn. Yeah, um, and that's then, like that's like the player you got to or that that's the spot you got to get to achieve that setup. Mm-hmm. And and listen, people, pro players are gonna be taking notes on this stuff, man. They're gonna be seeing all this stuff, and people are gonna be setting this shit up. When you find something that works, it they're, people are gonna be setting it up a lot more than than normal, man. We're gonna be seeing a lot of setups like that throughout the year. I think some of these pro teams are really starting to get it now. Lag ending up winning the fourth map. Let's take a look at the scoreboard. Uh, we got Mr. Hookman himself. I think that he was at the top there, frying at 38 and 25. Over 4,000 damage from Mr. Hook. Uh, everybody from LAG pretty much pulling weight. Um, New York, a uh, tough map from TJ and, and Nero, but what are you gonna know? It happens. Boston let off the gas pedal a little bit. I feel like they're kicking themselves, uh, for that map. They're gonna go back and definitely tune in and figure out what went wrong. But Pat, Berlin. Berlin S&D again. Another Berlin. 
Did you did you end up tuning into this map? Because LAG did typical LAG shit, and it says in D. I, unfortunately, I watched that. I watched that Berlin hardpoint, and then I had to do something, so I didn't get to watch this game five. It was, was another. To... It was another blowout. I mean, it was LAG off the rip. They get the bomb down. Um, we can look at this retake. I actually really like this. Look at number eight. Look at fucking Nero. He went all the way around from the B site, Pat. All the way. Look at the route he takes. Just skipping through, right? He goes all the way around, being Damn. a nuisance. He's able to get in behind them, make things hectic. His teammates collapse, and Boston with a clean break. I like how they set that up. But he went. He took the the ultimate the ultimate deep, route. The yeah. ultimate deep he, route. He took the route that was like, "Yo, I'm not gonna die." Yeah, no, it was a really good play out of him. Really good play, and and you could tell it was set up too because his teammates waited for him. They, they didn't yeah. do anything stupid. Communicated that for sure. Again, Pat. Hey, can we go back to this fucking bullshit, man? I hate the retakes. I hate it. Look at this, Pat. <sighs> They just like, yeah, go ahead, plant the bomb. Bro, bro, go why, ahead. Why does everywhere that you go, Pierce has a sniper? And Pierce is sniping too. What's that? I didn't like at all. I didn't is like that, that. Is that the LAG strat? Like, yo, let's play for picks and we'll retake every site. Like, I have no idea. All I know, bro, you got, you got, you got Huke and Asim and Gunless, and and that's your strat. Right, dude. I don't know what was going on. And like Pat, like once the bomb goes down, what do you do if you're LAG? You and can you push through mid. So you're basically retaking 3v4. Exactly. And, and, and the thing is, is, is everybody's falling and, and there's nothing you could do. The only thing you could do is literally hit through mid and hope that you just completely shit on them. Like, that, that's what you're hoping you for. And even you shit on them, you got to deal with all the fucking spots in the back where they can see the bomb. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Uh, yeah, I just, uh, yeah, I agree with you. The, the, the whole retake strategy... This doesn't work. Uh, it's not going to work in these games, bro. Like, people have people have eyes on sight. There's so many different corners, so many different places to play. Like, these maps aren't as basic as they used to be, where you can play yeah, that, where you can play retakes. 60 windows. Yeah, bro, we're not playing fucking CSGO. We're not. <laughs> stop stop giving up the fucking sights. Like, it, it just doesn't make any sense to me. And this is a problem, too. I had this with past teammates when I used to play. They, were, they always wanted to play retakes, and I was like, dude, every time we play retakes, we lose it. Like, it's so hard to actually do that. And again, look, same thing, Pat. They get the B-bomb down. B-bomb is, is completely free. LAG, is, is, they're just in the middle of the map. Look, what are they supposed to do? And at this point, Pat, it's 4-0. The map's over before it began. Did, did they go down 4-0 or was it 4-1 on the first map? They went down 4-0 on the first map, I think, or 4-1. They were definitely down a lot on the first map. Okay. I don't, I don't remember the exact score, but they... I think it was 4-1. I think it was 4. I don't know if they went down 4-0, but I know it was 4-1. Yeah. And you can see here, like, you see how Boston... Now, granted, LAG got the bomb down, but they had streaks here. But Boston doesn't want them to get the bomb down. They're pre-nating. They're streaking. They're, like, making sure they're doing everything to try and stop this bomb. It ends up going down, but they end up getting the kill on the bomb site, which is, uh, which is a really big play. And also, Kyler really struggled this map. Kyler couldn't get anything going. Kyler as in who, if but, you guys but don't know. I, but I feel like if we're if we're kind of looking at how LAG is playing, right? They're playing this, like, pick, retake, snipe strategy. Kyler's not going to get anything going. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, it just put, doesn't him, fit him. Put, put him in. Yeah, exactly. Put him in a, in a way that he can, can can succeed. Or even let him snipe. Let him right? snipe. Like, I was just going to say that. Why not just let one of your most if, talented yeah, players if snipe? If LAG is so set on having that sniper strat, then let it be Kyler. Because hey, him just sitting and waiting is not... Because if they're playing that strat and he's not the sniper, basically what they're looking at is, all right, well, Kyler's either going to get first-blooded or get the first blood and get traded. like, mm -hmm. Or he's just going to have to sit and do nothing. Even right here, right this now, is tough. This is sitting. tough for him. Yeah, this is tough for him right here. He was trying to find an angle. I mean, dude, with so many poles and all these windows and shit, like, you have to get the, the clear shot. 
Tony, I don't know. Tony just hit the snap on him right there. It's a good play. But listen, Boston's up 5-1. LAG was able to win a couple rounds after that chat. But, you know, Boston, they were able to close it out. Um, it actually went all the way down to a 4-5 and Pat. Look at this, Pat. Look at this. You gotta be fucking kidding me over here, guys. You gotta be fucking kidding. What is this? How 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 does she get a what cross? Is this? If they have two people watching the cross, Gunless how does missed she him. Get there? Gunless missed him. Look at this. So Gunless sees Cap cross to the tank, and then Cap through the smoke, through the grenade smoke, gets by Gunless's fucking aim. And I don't think so Gunless Pierce sees him. Thinks he's on the tank. The I think whole time. Pierce thinks he's on the tank, and then he gets the bomb down, and it's like, okay, GG, GG. You know what I'm saying? But no, I it did did uh yeah, this is GG. This is GG. This this is over. I mean, after that it was a wrap. I hate that shit. I just don't understand why they would do Bro, that, but whatever. I, I'm just thinking about it. They went down. If if you go back and go to all five maps, they went down so much and then had to bring it back. Mm -hmm. Game one, they went down, had to bring it back. Okay. Game two, four one. They didn't bring it back. Yeah. Game game four went down by like ninety. Had to bring it back. Yeah. Game five went down. Had to bring it back, but didn't like can this team get off to a hot start ever? What are they doing, Pat? What are they down? doing? What are they fucking doing over there? They got to figure know. it out. But I don't listen, know what's going on in that camp. We get into the next one, right? We get into the next one. We got the Seattle Surge going up against the New York Subliners. We obviously saw some drama already. Um, and we're getting another Crimson tweet, apparently, Gersh. Gersh, we, we get an update. We get another Crimson tweet over here. What do you say? And then we yeah, also, sure, ladies yeah. and gentlemen, got a guest who's joining us. Mr. Trey Zero, is that you? Afternoon. Mr. Trey Zero from the London Royal Ravens, ladies and gentlemen. That's what I'm talking about. Trey, good win today. Good win today, fella. That's what I'm talking about. Just another Appreciate day in the time. office for you. How you feeling? Uh, good, you know. Listen, right. we already talked about your series, but um, I guess we could just ask you some <laughs> questions, cool. Trey. You know, how, how you feeling? What the vibes are like? Are you guys confident? Everybody was doubting you, uh, Trey. Everybody's fucking doubting you, bro. Pat, Pat uh, put you guys in the D tier, Trey. He put you guys all the way in the bottom <laughs> tier. He put you all the way down people, here. Uh, listen, listen, Trey. Everyone I put, I put low seems to fry. So you're welcome. You're welcome. Nah, mm -hmm. you see, you see, I like, I, I for one, don't care about anyone's opinion, power rankings, or anything like that. Because it's motivation. It doesn't, actually, it, 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 it doesn't, it doesn't actually prove where you are. It's just an opinion, and you know, everyone's opinion on our team is gonna be less because I don't know who the players that we got. Yeah. No, at the end of the day, it's 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 motivation, yeah, yeah, yeah. bro. People are just going to fucking, they're like, going to doubt you, and it's going to make you guys a better team. I never get people that get butthurt over uh, someone else's opinion, like, and, you know, Pat, you know, I respect you, but, you know, your opinion doesn't matter to me and my team. No, it so. shouldn't. It shouldn't matter. I mean, that's the thing. We're at, we're at a, we're in a franchise league now. There's going to be a lot of press. There's going to be a lot of people talking. Ignore that shit. All the best players in any sport or any esport goes through that bullshit where their name is being talked down on. Pat's been through it. I've been through it, Trey. You're going through it, every, you know? And you came out today and you took your fucking business. That's what I'm talking yeah. about. <laughs> no bullshit, though. Like, yo, if you're going to 3-0 a team like that, at least take a little longer than 30 minutes, bro. I got to work. Like, dude, this shit ended so fast. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Pat lost full. Pat lost. He's like, damn, this shit ended quick. No, Wait. listen, that's what, that's what, that's what me and the boys in it, but, like, I needed to go back and, you know, and, you know, I didn't want to oh, be there. I didn't, business? I I didn't, yeah. didn't want to be there any longer, you know? It's time to go some business, you know? Man, what are you going <laughs> to do? And then Ben backed out before the show, and I'm like, damn, now I got to fucking scam through the... Gers tried to... Gers tried to control the VOD today, uh, Trey, his guy said, Gersh, go to the Vitos. He couldn't find the Vitos, so we just started playing the match. I got, I got timestamps linked for you in the mm -hmm. group chat. Oh, you got timestamps? Oh, hell yeah. That's
That's what we need to start yeah. doing. We need to start doing timestamps yeah, and stuff. Yeah, timestamps would be helpful, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And if, you, if there's anything else you guys want from us, just drop them in the YouTube comments. Please be nice, man. We're trying the best we can. I know there's a lot of there's been a lot of negativity in the past couple of shows, but listen, man. It, kickoff Classic was the beginning of the season. I didn't want to analyze much. We're analyzing a lot today. I know you guys want to see more of that stuff. We're we're still trying to learn the game yeah, as think, we're watching it. I think it. for what we were doing too, like I thought we did pretty good. Like I think people were still expecting like the champs flank shows, you yeah, know, like where yeah, you're yeah, going yeah. like full in depth. It's I'm, understandable. For, people want the best show. Was, so. I thought we did pretty good. I didn't think it was that bad. I mean, I've asked some people. They they enjoy the shows. Listen, some shows are gonna be better than others. We do a lot of fucking shows. There's gonna be so many shows throughout the year. But it's difficult because sometimes I don't. When Ben's supposed to be controlling the VOD and stuff like that, and five minutes before the show, he's like, "I'm not doing it," and holding a conversation, trying to control the stuff. It's difficult sometimes. So we're doing the best we can to push out content for you guys and keep to keep doing the show and to analyze some of these matches. And uh, this one was a, was a really good match. I really want to get into the New York subliner listening. Did you hear this? I did not. Let's tune in, Pat. Crazy. I I was pretty crazy, Pat. I want you to listen to this and I want to get your thoughts. Okay, okay? Yeah, so let's it, let's it. tune in. Let's go. I don't see bottom. Bottom on me, Tim. Bottom, bottom, He's losing full. He's losing full. I don't know where he's from. He's from. And then uh, there you go, Pat. What was your initial thoughts of that listening? Oh my God, who's who's their coach again? Revan and, and JP. They gotta like, get on their ass for yeah, this, bro. They, they, yeah, like, bro, you can't be. I mean, I know they're getting 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 shit on right getting now. Getting dogged. Getting dogged. Yeah, but you can't just be like, yo, 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 calm down, calm down, calm down. yo, yo, relax, relax. You're hella loud. Mm -hmm. like, yeah, bro. Like, like I didn't hear one call out from Krim the whole fucking thing. <laughs> Rotate. You're too loud. And, and, and what's funny down. too is like they're so low they weren't even that loud like neptune didn't even seem that loud to me you know uh, well i don't know hydra he's he's trying to make the play seattle was completely storm rolling them through this map i mean the rotations were on point for seattle they rotated at new york you heard in the listening clay was like dude ro rotate what are we doing there's no rotations coming in if that was me and that listening and, I, and i'm team with paco bro I, every kill i saw him getting the kill i'd be like waco paco keep going baby yes sir. you gotta like, gas on mr paco yeah. you got I to be like, i wouldn't be like yo, yo, yo calm down calm no, down absolutely not too loud uh, stop yo, that clay, clay was intimidated like i don't really want to say much on their comment like whatever's happening there happening there it's a different team whatever's going on going on but clay had me cry marugo is fucking rotating <laughs> yeah man. he got pissed he got pissed. clay does that if clay's really pissed in the middle of a map he'll say something I mean, well uh, i feel like you notice clay do it more often when he's having a bad game right like 
Mm -mm. Is he having a bad? Where is he at right now? Yeah, he's 12 and no, 23. He's having, he's I mean, a, yeah, because yeah, he's having a blender. But to be, to be fair, everybody besides Paco is getting shit on. Krim just popped like a big piece, so no, he no, brought it back a little bit. The, like the when you get everyone does it right when you're having a bad game, you kind of get a little complainy because shit's not going your way. But yeah, and no. especially him running a an auto. Which, I don't know. Yeah, it's just Clay going through it, basically. Uh, this was a big, big hill, too. Mac was absolutely finessing over here when it got to this church hill. Obviously, Seattle was able to get there early. It was Crim6 who was going rogue, who was almost able to get in there. But Wait. Seattle. What? Speaking of Crim, so the reply is, uh, he said, 3-0'd us and got tied over a trolley tweet. You got a weak gunny and a weak mental. The Twitter operator strikes again. GG's, you win today, but the war is far from over, dickface. And then he followed up to that saying, by the way, in the 1v1, the one where uh, Krim almost defused, uh -huh. he had a half a second. He said, you ran for me like a coward today. If I wasn't so fucking fat, I could have made it and defused in time. <laughs> that was a good play. From, we'll, we'll get there. We'll get there in the S&D. But listen, it's all banter at the end of the day. Let them have fun. Let them joke around, banter around. We go into this last hill over here. This is where Seattle was able to close it out in this first map. You can see they just get there early. They get there early. They stack. They try and hold their crossfires, and they were able to close it out. It was Dante picking up kills. Lamar's coming in. Dante was phenomenal. All series long. This guy, Sib, can fucking play. He's my rookie of the year. I, I really do. I, I know a lot of people are saying Pred, Sib or Pred, one of those two. Uh, Sib is going to end up being rookie of the year, in my opinion. I feel like he's going to grab. He's 34 and 20 right now. He can use any gun. This guy's using automaton. He's using MP40. Doesn't really matter. And he's just a roam. Dude, he's a kill horde. One of the best kill hordes you can get. Being a kill horde is not a bad thing, Pat. In my opinion. I don't know what you think not, about that. Not, not when your team is playing that style, right? Like, when you're playing around it, not at all. I think it can be super beneficial. Mm -hmm. It depends. You got to know when to kill whore and when to chill the fuck out. But even here, again, another rotation from Seattle. They get back into that P hill, P1 hill. Dante's already on rotation, picking up two pieces. He's already there on the head glitches, holding those L triggers. Smart heads up play. Listen, Dante's young, but his fundamentals have been on fucking point. This guy's always the first one in on those hard points. He's always rotating, always making sure that he's getting there first and put, being uh, playing the fundamentals right. I heard him in the interview. We can even tune into the interview, but maybe it's Lamar a little bit. Maybe in his ear. You know, Lamar, he's king fucking fundamentals. But looking at the scoreboard, 39 and 22 pack. From the one and only Mace to see. Bro, you know, you know what, I what, are all, what are all these I other things, up. too? What? You know what I realized I fucked up? Because I picked NYSL to win this match. Remember I said I think they were going to come out in 3-0 and have like a statement game? Go to uh, go to Sib's Twitter really quick. Mm -hmm. You want to go to Sib's Twitter? Yeah. Do you see the picture he tweeted out? Let the, me take like, a look here. The it was his 20th birthday or whatever. This one right here. Happy 20th to me. Yeah, yeah. Bro, this guy, this guy's dripping, bro. This guy's like, dripping, dude. This, I knew, this guy's dripping, bro. I, I, I fucked up when I saw this pic. I was like, oh, this guy's about to come out and fucking. Yeah, he's have dripping, his bro. Way. Look at this guy. This guy, come on. He's looking like a million dollars. You know, he's got the Louis, look. He's got the Louis belt on. He's got the fucking Louis belt on. Look at this fucking guy. Fucking Dante. Good play, Dante. Good plays out of you. Don't want to gas him up too much. I don't yeah, want to give him a 30, high head. Just 30, like me for real. Thirty non-tradables <laughs> though, bro. Thirty. Thirty non-tradable kills, Pat. Thirty. Which yeah, is fucking, that, that is wild. That is fucking wild. That, that just means that he was absolutely he fucking beast. anyone else on the map. Good plays, man. Really good plays. By the way, these keys to victory have been made by Ben J. Nassim, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Let's pretty, go. I'm pretty sure Ben has been the one making these keys to victory. I could be wrong. Thank God, because namelesses were terrible. <laughs> I love you, Ant. By the way, Ant, you killed it on the, uh, the desk for hosting today, bro. Yeah, no, he did. He, no, he actually did. I don't know if he he was if he is watching. I don't know if he's in here. 
Yeah, you but, had to step in for, for Valley. He actually killed it. Yeah, Nameless did a fantastic job on the death. Same with Alley Cat. They both did a great job. So shout out to Alley Cat. Shout out to, to Nameless. Uh, they're killing it. Listen, right off the fucking rip, it was Mr. Dante himself who, who starts things off with a big two-piece. Look at these shots here. Look at, Clay, look at this from Clay's screen. Right now, Seattle's down a man. Matt gets picked. Sim's going to turn the corner just absolutely beam Clay. Like it's uh, nothing. Wait, hit him with the fadeaway. Then he re-challenges re Porter, hits him with a snap beam, just absolutely takes him out. Takes Cape Beijing. It all comes down to Neptune and a 1v2. He ends up falling. There he goes. Next round, we go into an offense. Pat, can yeah. I ask you something? Nobody goes B. Ever. It's all yeah. a bomb site on Boat Cage. Never, nobody ever goes well, B. It's it's cause I, well, we saw a couple times where people were kind of going B from mid. Remember, but that was when smokes were in too. But I don't think you can just hit that that I don't know what they call it is, but like that ravine side and just and bully it. I feel like you're just asking to die. Yeah, but, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what the hell's going. What's yo, going anybody on? got anybody got sib settings? Yo, like I mean, rank play is coming out. Anybody know what what sensitivity? Yeah, you gonna, you gonna be grinding with me? You gonna be grinding with me? I mean, maybe if I get Sib settings, I don't know. Yo, probably. get Sib settings, Pat, and get the live stream up, man. Twitch.tv slash eggs. I probably you know should what get I'm saying? the live stream up. People would love to see Patty P back in Beijing. I want to look at this retake one more time. This was a really good retake out of uh, out of New York. I really like this play from Pred. You see this play from Pred? It ended up not working for him in the end. But they get the A-bomb down. It's a 2v3 situation. Look at the play he makes. He realizes that New York is giving up the middle of the map, the flank. He ends up getting around. He finds one. Mac almost has this here. I think Mac needs to needs to stay alive here and challenge this one kid that he has one shot on the bomb. Just make it a 1v1 situation. You have him tagged, slide on him, get the kill. If you get traded, you get traded. Yeah, he probably wins that every time. 100%. Too. He tried to do too much. He ends up going down. Preds left in a 1v2. And uh, Neptune makes a good heads-up play again off the bomb and taking game base. Just ends up taking him out. So good plays out of him. I just would have liked to see Mac just slide on in and maybe just get a uh, get that last kill, make it a one v one, one v one with twelve seconds. Decisiveness for no you. decisiveness, Pat. No decisiveness. But speaking of Mac, uh, Pat, he's been going the fuck off. Mac's really fucking good at this game. Reminds me of MW Mac a little bit. They got a good team. They do. Um, I think they're they're, you know what it is. They're really well rounded, and I think they they have a vision of how they want to play together, and I think that's why they're seeing so much success right now. Is they they have a, a well rounded group of talent. Roles make sense, but I think they're just they're on the same page. So. Mm hmm You can see here it's a defense win after defense win. I forget which round it was. It was nonstop defense. Uh, defenses being traded. Um, I think it was New York who was able to win the first offense, hitting over to that A-bomb site. A lot of coordinated nades coming in from the New York subliners, Pat. What do you oh, think that about was that? Like, wait, that's always been their kind of their thing. Remember, uh, uh, what's the, what was the map? I think it was, uh, was it Tus uh, I think it was Tuscan during the, uh, the uh -huh. kickoff, right? We were watching them, and, I, mm -hmm. and we, were, we were like, damn, Krim got like six nade kills in a row. Oh, yeah, 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 always, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was Tuscan. It was on yeah. Tuscan, yup. Yeah, yeah I do remember that. They their nades, so I think that just might be the in the NYSL playbook mm -hmm. for search no i agree they definitely got their nades on point again seattle on the offense preds left in a 1v3 he can't really do anything here he tries to go around he gets taken down we go back onto the offensive side this is the offensive round i think that new york was able to, to trade it out and and win i don't know what happened here with 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 Krim. Krim slides on out he tries to challenge dante he gets absolutely melted that automaton fucking shreds bro bro I, yo someone, that gun whoever, shreds whoever's got his settings link me <laughs> this guy's his, classes, his settings 
You see Lamar. Lamar was trying to make a play around the back, but Clay just made such a good heads up play. The veteran picking up that pinch, picking up the flank. He's going to find one. He ends up pushing low here and getting another one, too. So just Clay doing Clay things. He ends up getting taken down by Pred here, but Pred, not enough time. Uh, offense able to be rushed uh, from New York subliners. They end up rushing that A site. That was how the first offense was won, which is uh, pretty much what we saw most of the time. Here you see on, on, uh, on defense, New York is getting aggressive. And they try to push through the left side of the map. The bomb goes down instantly from Seattle. I don't know if I really like that play from New York. New York ends up rotating all the way back. Mac was playing this spot all day long. Look at his spot on top of the bomb, Pat. You can see uh, kind of through the cracks and stuff. He ends up getting taken down, but I'm pretty sure Seattle ended up closing this map out. Or actually, no. Yeah, yeah this was the 1v1. This is, is this what Porter was saying? If he wasn't so fat, he would have clutched this? Is this what he's saying, Gersh? This 1v1 yeah. right here? This is what uh, he's talking about. This yeah, is what he's yeah. talking about right here. Oh, he's trying to chase him. Yeah, yeah. So he's trying to chase him. And Lamar just does a good job, honestly, just like staying alive and just wasting some time here. And Krim just didn't have enough time. He's, he's too big. He's too big. He's going to get to the bomb site. What are you going to do? Go back on. It's tied up at three. This is obviously going really back and forth. I think Dante does a great job here. He ends up finding one onto Neptune, just kind of holding those crosses. He's not afraid to chow, and he's not afraid to peek, which is what I really like about him. He ends up finding one. Gets really mixy. It's Seattle, who ends up closing out this defense. Uh, once again, New York subline is trying to flood through A. It's just, I don't feel, I feel like flooding through A, I, I want to see some of these teams just, like, slow it down. Maybe work B, like, try and work some picks. Even Sniper's Pat. I, I'm surprised we haven't seen, well, not really on Bocage. I don't think we're going to see any snipes on Bocage, but um, I, I would like to see some people maybe start working the other site. Why do you think that is, pal? Why do you think nobody's going over to the B site? I just think there's too many ways to play ratty, right? At the B site, like, you can kind of sit in that, that corner, wrap around. You can sit up in that bush and kind of look through. Uh, and it's just risky, right? It's a risky play. You can't really rely on your gunny. Um mm -hmm. Whereas, you know, when you're hitting A and you're hitting mid, you can kind of set yourself up. But B is just kind of like, especially, it, honestly, I think it comes down to smokes, Tom. I think if smokes were in, you'd see more B play. But without smokes, B is just kind of a, a tough sight to hit. Yeah. And look at this play for Mac in the in the top bomb spot, right? He's able to find two here. That is such a good spot, bro. He finds two. I have a Damn. feeling a lot more people are going to be using it. He actually found an ace this, uh, this game or this round right here. He, he finds two to kick things off. He picks up another one. With a little help from Pred, and he ends up chasing down this last guy was Krim. Krim takes down Lamar here. Mac able to take him down. Gets a nice little ace there. Had a Mac. He's smiling. He's all happy. You know what? It's good to see Mac having a good time. I like to see him on a team where he's having a good time. He's happy. I know last year on the New York team, those guys just did not get along sometimes, man. Like, they were... That, that team was a mess last year, that New York team. They started off so hot, and then they just seemed like they just couldn't... They, they just didn't get along with each other. There's a lot of problems going down. But New York... Yeah, I love Mac too. Mac, Mac's my son. Of course, I love Mac. This team is funny. This team kind of reminds me of like a band of misfits. I don't know why I think that. Like about the Seattle, Seattle team. team. Yeah. I feel they're like I feel like they were all, made for each other. All on yeah, they're just all on the same page. They're just like look at this. They probably got good camaraderie. So right here, you know, Lamar was trying to go for the ninja. He was trying to go for the ninja here. He was hoping that he was playing in a bomb and he can maybe sneak in and get behind him without him seeing. But he ends up sliding off. So Lamar takes him down. But I, I think it was, like, the casters of people in the chat, like, dude, they were, like, spamming, like, what the fuck is he doing? I was like, bro, he, he's the last <laughs> one up. Ninja? He was trying to make a play. Yeah, he was trying to make a play. You see Krim, he ends up, Mac, Mac got a little, because he was frying so much, Mac started over-challenge shit. He started going pretty rogue. It'd be like that. It'd be like that. Yeah, he started over-challenge stuff, but Pred was able to bounce back and, and find one. This went, did this go to around, this went to around 11. It did. It came down to a 1v1 with Pred and, and I think it was Clay. Uh, but New York do a good job. 
working some trades. It was a 2v3 situation. How did New York end up clutching this here? So right here, so we finally see a beat bomb plant. This is kind of like a late round, kind of like a mid-round type plant. Hydra was able to push through middle, take down Pred. Bomb is going down. This was a really good play. I don't know if you saw this, Pat. Oh, yeah. But here, Seattle chat, they get the bomb down, right? They get the bomb down, they back on up. New York subliners realize, hey, check this out. They planted on the backside of the bomb. If I defuse on the backside of the bomb, nobody can see me. They have to rush out and try and shoot them off the bomb. That's where Paco comes in. You look over them, instant hop, and they do this perf perfectly. It's just that situational mid-round play. You know what I'm talking about, Pat? Your complexity team used to be ph phenomenal at that. <laughs> okay, the mid-round situational play, Seattle. There's nothing they can do. Neptune just hops on the bomb and gets the kill after that. Why did so they plant? really good play. Why did they plant there if they're going to take their side? Mm -mm. That's what I said. I don't know. They they must have messed up there. They must have messed up there for sure. I think maybe he was scared of like getting shot. If if they're going to play for that side, they're well, you definitely... You have a lot of cover on that site when you're planting, though. Mm -mm. You have a lot of cover? Yeah, I mean, I'm just going to be honest. He had teammates there. He should have planted for the open, you know? Yeah. So, you know, it just didn't like make any right sense. right corner, yeah. Yeah. They, they should have planted for the open. If they did, they probably would have run that round, to be honest, because New York is not going to hop that bomb if it's planted in the open like that. They're just not. Yeah. Because it was planted behind the bomb, they were like, fuck it, hop the site. This is where things get a little mixy. 5-5, five, five, round 11, here in this boat cage S&D. Seattle slowing down the pace a little bit. They're on the offense. They don't want to make any mistakes here. But it's New York subliners who give up the bomb site. Hydra can see them crossing in. He's going to tag somebody up, but it's Dante who was able to pick Crim6 right here. And I don't know what he did. Was He's probably, he was standing on top of that tank, wasn't he? Dante was standing on top of the tank. He catches Crim6 rotating back. So good heads up play by Dante. He ends up backing on in. Pred finds one, but Clayster comes in. Multiple trades are going down. It's Bow Cage, guys. Okay, so stay with me. A lot of trades are going down. Clayster almost able to clutch this up here. He's in a 1v2 situation. He says, you know what? I'm going to take a long route here. He probably knows that they're playing back here because I don't know if you guys know, but you can see the bomb from these rooftops, man. You get that A-bomb plant down. You're sitting over here in this field area by these cans on top of the roof over here in his, in his barn building. You can see that bomb site. So I think Clay is realizing what the setup is here from Seattle, and he decides to go all the way around. He's going to take down Dante, but Pred spots him going inside here, and Pred's going to take care of Vegas. I mean, that's just another day in the office for him. That's a typical Damn. gunfight. And just like that, Seattle go up 2-0. to oh, Great plays. Looking at the scoreboard here, you can see Krim trying to do everything he can. Clay was losing full. Mm -mm, Clay was definitely losing full, for sure. Clay, uh, you can see it in his face sometimes after some of the matches, right? Just kind of, he's just not feeling it. He's getting frustrated. It is what it is. What are you going to fucking do? Right off the rip, it is fucking, uh, uh, right before this map started, Pat. In uh, in the watch party, I told everybody. I said, "Pred, it's Gava to control." You remember what this guy was doing last time we saw this guy in Gava? He's in the spawn. In, in the cheats. spawn. Ten seconds into the map, Pat. Ten seconds. Look at what this guy does. Dante's gonna hit the boat, whatever. Try and do whatever he's gonna do. Pred picks up two kills already, storming forward. Look at this guy applying that pressure, getting into the base with ten seconds into the round, folks. This guy's in the base, popping fucking pieces. Instantly, just uh, literally just draining lives from that New York subliners team. You know what team. I could tell? I could tell that Seattle took their control practice serious. 100%. They've been taking like everything every, serious. No, 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 I know. But like every, every, every since this control came out, I feel like they have been taking that shit serious and getting it down. Because mm -hmm. that like, bro, 10 seconds in, you get, you get kills off A and you just instantly in the spawn, bro. Like, 
Oh, they yeah. know how to play it. They yeah, know how they, they don't. Play it. And then right here, this is where things got really mixy, okay? So Seattle, they have a fantastic break. They get the eighth point. You're thinking everything's looking good. They end up all collapsing. And look at where Seattle find themselves now. They're in the fucking blender. You got fucking number eight. That's going to be Cripsix pushed out deep right. Kind of just pushing Seattle back into that corner of the map. Boat control is everything here. And Clayster is a prime example of how to play this map when you're, when you're controlling this boat area of the map. He plays his head glitches so well. He holds all the crosses. I think right now he's on a three streak. He's been holding it all game long. Make that a four streak. He gets a kill here. But just look at how Clayster plays this. He just constantly changes up his positions, constantly changing up his lanes, doesn't overchow anything. He's always working with a teammate. And then on top of that, I mean, his execution is phenomenal. He's shooting absolute laser beams. So he's doing what he does. He held Seattle in the spawn here for a fat fucking minute. And he was able to pick up some streaks, if I remember. He jumps down here, changes up his position. Hydra ends up dying here to the left, but this is just tech, uh, textbook gameplay out of Pat, uh, out of Clay. No, out Pat. Of me? Yeah, absolutely. Of, well, he learned this from you, I think, Pat. That's I think true. he learned that's this true. from you. That's true. You know, it was out of my textbook. But what do you yeah, think about facts. this, Pat? Look at this setup right here. What do you do if you're Seattle? How do you get out of this? You pray. You pray. Pred does pred things. <laughs> you pray to that's pred. That's what I be doing. You pray to pretty boy pred. I'm I'm curious to see as as the year goes on when teams are in this spawn trap what's up, what they do to try and get out of it. I feel like it's gonna be a lot of tacks. It's it's tough it's tough though without like a smoke grenade. It is tough. No smoke grenade. Where the fuck are you supposed to go? I feel like you like, have to like coordinate tacks. You gotta yeah. Well that and you gotta win some gunnies right. Like you gotta have some effective trades. So yep. I think they're just gonna come out with you know the best way to kind of bait and switch out of their spawn. Um, I, mm -hmm. I have a feeling that mid map is gonna kind of be like what people gravitate to. Um, for breaking it, kind of just like getting to those tanks and finessing them. Mm-hmm. 100%. I think we're going to see a lot of people doing that. You can see Pred already off the rip, trying to deny this A point from the New York subliners. Again, you can see nobody from New York even giving a fuck about that B point. I think initially all they want to do is try and secure that A point, try and get some time. You can see here, you see Clayster, he's getting that back right spawn. He's going to hit through the left side of the map. If, that, if he would have won that one-on-one, -on -one, and this is what I'm talking about. One-on-ones can change the game so much. If Clay wins this one-on-one -on -one right here against Sib, if he wins this, six and seven are going to reinforce ring, and they're going to play for B here. If Clay wins these fights, and everybody else from Seattle is just kind of out of the play. They're all across the map. They have nowhere to go. If Clay wins this one-on-one, -on -one, way different story. But who wins it? It's Mr. Sib. It's Mr. Dante. He shuts down the whole push. He it wins that like, big one-on-one. Like on one. turned on him. Look at it, like, from the minimap perspective. It looked like he, like, turned and I think, snapped. I think, he, I think he hit him with a snap. He just hit him with a little snap. Kind of like what he did with the Crimsticks in that, in that fucking SND. But good play. He's <laughs> out of Dante to pick up the right side of the map and make sure nobody sneaks through. Because if Clay would have got through and been a nuisance, it would have been a whole different ball game. You see nonstop trades now. Both teams are just kind of flooding. It was Seattle who won the trade fest. They pushed New York all the way back. We're tied up at one. Seattle, look at this, Pat. Seattle tried to go for a B push off the rip. Right off the rip, which is why I was wondering why nobody even was trying this. But you see Seattle tried to do it, and it, I'm pretty sure it got instantly shut down. Did it, or did they get kills? Let's see. Mac opens it up with a big one. Last one here is going to be Neptune. I think he's kind of circling around. He's going to find a big one there. Seattle get onto this B point really early. Really fucking fast. I don't know if they end up clutching this round. I can't fucking remember, but we're going to see how it plays out. They end up falling. They do a good job. I think Crim6 or, or New York Clay just did a good job just rotating back with Crim and, and just getting them out of that site. But they didn't get anything done there, Pat, <laughs> with that beat push. 
look at that. They got like what, like twenty? Not even a, a tick. They didn't even get close to a tick. And now look what happened to him. The and that's what it is. Because you're not getting time anyway. I mean, look, look at this, Pat. I mean, you you put all your eggs in one basket going to the B bomb site, and look at what it happened. Look and, what and happened that's what to him. We him. see, right? We saw that. Uh, we saw Seattle actually do that to a couple of teams, right? Where they. They would they would shut down that push and then they put him in that spawn trap. I think it was Sib that we were watching. It was like basically a whole defensive side where he just didn't die top boat. It was kind of the same thing um, <clears> that <throat> New York's doing to them here. So 100. percent Yeah, I don't I don't think it's good. I, I think it's a risky play and maybe if you're feeling it, you go for it. But overall, I, don't, I mean, yeah, I wouldn't, it, I wouldn't it, be suggesting that. You can see here, Seattle. Uh, they were able to get out of the spawn a little bit. I think they were able to get this eight point, if I remember correctly. This is where New York is like, you know what? Just let them have it. Just chalk it. Don't give up any more lives. The B point is super hard to get. Seattle already has a tick on there as well. They do a good job again. You can see Sib working this top boat control. You're going to see a lot of uh, AR players really working this, trying to stay alive up here. Sib does a fantastic job. Even whips out the pistol and puts Clay to sleep. Have a good Jesus. fucking day. Yeah, he's having a good, and then look, watch this. Neptune comes up the ladder right here with a little, with a little pistol. That is unbelievable. They might need to fix that shit, bro. You see Dude, how, you see how yeah, little his head is. You see how little wild. his head is. I, I didn't know that was a feature until I saw somebody climb uh, just a second ago. That's mm -hmm. actually wild. Oh, okay. I remember what happened here. So look at this. F fucking with six seconds left to go, New York end up hitting it. They don't chalk. They do the opposite. And this is where it's like it's a, it's a risk because think about it, Pat. With them hitting this point, if New York hits this point right here, Pat, and they all die. They lose two lives now. They go from 14 to 10 on life advantage. Seattle gets the extra points, and they're out of the play. They're out of the play on a B site. You know, they're coming off yeah, spawn. They they, chalk it. They're they, chalked. They lose it, yeah. So it's like, that's why it's like that chalking or hitting is going to be is gonna be crucial, bro. That's why I was like when Kyler, when Hook hit it, the, uh, in, when we were watching LAG, I was like, why is he running in there with his pick? Like, he needs to bro, get honestly, these kills. Those are massive Neptune, kills. That Neptune win, like, I know Krim got most of the kills in the kill feed, but I feel like that Neptune win was everything. Because if mm -hmm. he didn't win that, I bet Sib turns and gets kills him out of the boat right away. Yeah, 100%. I agree with you. And then we go back. You can see uh, now you got the Seattle surge going on the defense. They were able to push this to an overtime. This is where things got mixy here, chat. New York was outslaying the fuck out of Seattle. And you know what that means, Pat? Going into the <laughs> overtime. Whoever has the most kills, whoever's outslaying, the they're going to get the defense. And what happens on a defense? You usually win. But Seattle puts that gas pedal down. They're pushing out all the lanes. They have the right side pushed out. We see a lot of players doing this. They have all of them map. They have top boat control. New York completely funneled. And you could tell here New York is, like, really hesitant to push out. They're like, listen, we have to be careful with our lives. We can't keep giving away well, lives. yeah, because their comms are like, calm down, calm down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> their comms, I'm sure they were saying the same thing right there to be patient and to kind of slow play everything. But it just ends up hurting them. They end up getting tunneled and turtling in their base. And Seattle end up outslaying by one kill, Pat. One. To get that, to get, uh, I think I did the math in my head and Chance was doing quick, it as well. Quick mass. Mm -hmm. I actually did the quick mass when I was watching it during the watch party. I was impressed with myself. And Chance did it as well. If you guys were listening to the cast, Chance did a good job counting the kills and letting everybody know kind of what was going on. But uh, good play. Good play out of Seattle. Get those kills. Punish New York. Put them in a base. And after that, I mean, it was smooth sailing for Seattle. It was smooth sailing. Right off the rip, they get kills pushing boat. They do what they do. I mean, they're just always a nuisance around the map. If I remember correctly, I'm pretty sure it came down to time, and it was Dante and Mr. Pred, the rookies, in the middle of the map, taking care of business, doing what they got to do. 
Fred New York. This map, bro. He does. It fits him perfectly because he can hit. He can hit the lanes out, mess, and he yeah. can hit flanks, and he can just get in people's faces. But with a minute left to go, and going over to that B bomb site or that B bomb site, the B site, it was pretty much chalk for New York. Unless again, they somehow were able to draw down these lives uh, and win off the life advantage, or just get like a four clean dead and maybe try and stack the point. But as of right now. A team like Seattle, man, I'm going to be honest, Lamar has these guys disciplined. I want to give full credit to Lamar Betty, Mr. Accuracy himself, because I feel like he's got these guys in shape, man. I feel like these guys are playing disciplined. They don't overchow. They always work together. And you could just see they're just a step ahead. And then on top of that, you have just the individual playmaking ability from these guys. They're just able to make plays. Pred is 33 and 27. Look at Lamar. He's even getting pushed up into their base, holding these spawn kills. Uh, we can even tune into the to the Dante to the save interview a little bit. But Pat, final thoughts on the series and final thoughts on Seattle. I mean, it was a 3-0, but it was close. I will say that. Aside from that first map, it was close. That S&D was close. That control was super close. Um, so 3-0 doesn't really tell the whole story. I think I, I think New York put up a fight, but but yeah, I just I don't know. New York was not on today, and Seattle just came out like it was another day of business. Like they hadn't lost a step since the kickoff. So nope. they're looking gross. They definitely earned this win, uh, but it was close. So keep that in mind moving forward into uh, very into close the rest of their matches. Listen, man, we're gonna can, see can nothing. I, can I talk about this yeah. one real quick? Go ahead, guys. Go ahead, bro. I think for me, bro, it's just straight up like this team generally just thrives off communication. I mean, that's like a basis, just rule of COD, but. It just matters so much more. Yeah, it just matters yeah. so much more for this team with not only like Paco's communication, which is strictly through COD, no small talk, and Nep's communication, which like Nep is good on the map, but he needs people to feed him because that's when he makes the crack plays. Like I don't know if you guys or you guys did watch us uh, the kickoff, but that's how Nep was literally fucking slithering past people. Yeah. Uh, on Gavutu, turning I around, agree with you. knowing exactly where people were, easy one two. Yeah. And he was making those impactful plays. Like even on even on this Gavutu, like. The one where we took it to a uh, uh, round five. Mm -hmm. So you're basically saying that Krim and Clay can't just be sitting there like, yo, calm down, calm down. I think, I, well, my thing is, dude, like, I, this could be personal bias, and I'll admit that. I don't think that's Krim being, like, too critical. I think that's just part of the way they facilitate communication. It's, like, reminding the young guys to not get ahead of themselves, not get um too jumpy keeping them composed it's, it's composure yeah. exactly yeah and i think i think they were just frustrated that's kind of what it sounded like they weren't doing well they weren't they were getting out slay they were losing rotations so yeah. just kind of a but then I don't compounding know, effect but just people people want to be experts about shit but well, it is what it is gersh gaming they need me bro that's, gaming that's, at uh, the flank ladies and gentlemen best social media manager in the basis let's go on board with dante's uh interview he's a rookie it's one of his first interviews so let's see how he did uh and then we'll get into some predictions and we'll call it a fucking day let's do it in here what's going on man first of all congrats on the w you look insane out there from kickoff classic till now you've just been lighting it up man uh and i gotta ask you, you what's it like playing with accuracy and under him as an in-game leader he's a veteran i'm sure he's been teaching you a lot um first off uh shout out to all my teammates um but specifically lamar i think is a really good leader um he has teaching me, uh, taught me a lot of stuff since we started playing. Um, I'm basically like just a sponge, soaking literally every <laughs> single bit of info that he can give me. Yep. So that I'm grateful for. Um, he basically just hammers on my bad tendencies and my bad habits. And honestly, he thinks like a step ahead of me, which is mind blowing to me. So um, the fact that I um, have the luxury of teaming with someone like that is, I appreciate that a lot. Awesome.
Yeah, and you know what, Sid, so we got to talk about it. You have been talked about as probably one of the most talented players in the past two years coming up from Challengers. And getting put on that Atlanta phase spot, sub spot, it kind of felt yeah. like, you know, you were held back a little bit. So now being on this roster, being surrounded by these great players, you know, what does it feel like to really be able to showcase your talent now? Um, I think that uh, me being on that sub spot for phase, um, maybe it did hold me back a little bit, but... I'm glad that it worked out the way it did because yeah. um, comparing me then to now is a bit different. Um, I approach situations a lot differently. Um, I've gotten way better. Even though I was on the bench, I was still playing COD and I got way better. Um, so I'm glad that it happened now rather than before. And, you know, I'm really glad that I can showcase what I'm, you know, able to do. Um, I still got a lot to learn. I'm still improving. Um, I know that people said, you know, talked about my attitude this, attitude that, but um, once I got here, you know, I just, you know, grew up a little bit and yeah. put that aside and just put my head down and I'm, I'm working every day. Speaking of challengers, you know, Hell coming yeah. up from there, obviously that's the trenches, man. So you come up, now you're yeah. in the CDL Pro League. Like what's the Seems biggest like difference in lot. terms of competition? Yep. How's it feel? Um, the competition, uh, it's a way, way better, obviously, since just every single team is sticking um, with each other since day one mm -hmm. um, compared to challengers there's I think the longest team I had was I don't know maybe two months Sheesh. so it's just kind of a lot of pickup pickup teams you know so there was really no set squads to really get that cam underway um, but I think playing the league is a lot simpler than people may look at it as um, I love it a lot and it's the highest competition and there's nothing better than playing the best people in the world Hell yeah, man. Well, you look good. You play good. Congrats to you guys on getting that first W. Good hey. luck going forward. We're going to say goodbye to Sib, but it certainly won't be the last time we talk. Hell yeah, man. Great great interview at the Cade, man. Fantastic interview. I thought he did a fantastic job. I mean, listen, yeah. I, a lot of people have talked about this guy's attitude, man. A, lo a lot of people. And, and last year, I was one of the guys always defending him. And there was a lot of people that were always coming out like, oh, Tommy, he's your friend, this and that, because he was always coming over to the apartment. We we're hanging out and stuff like that. So, yeah, obviously, I'm, a good, I'm really good friends with Dante. But the thing is, is, listen, when I was at Pat, you remember me when I was 18? Remember me when I was 17, 18? I was an ass. I was an ass. So I was a moron. I, I cringe looking back and hearing some of the stuff I used to say back in the day just because, you know, everybody got the worst of me. People used to talk shit to me and it brought out the worst of me, right? So sometimes, man, when you're young and you don't know any better, you, you go rogue and you say crazy fucking things. And I've had a lot of talks with Dante and I'm sure Lamar's talking to him now and getting him on the right, on the right page. But huge shout out to Seattle Surge. I think they look fantastic. I'm really excited to keep watching these guys play as it goes on but we got some matches tomorrow pat and we're gonna have to do some predictions for these let's storm right through these okay let's kick things off paris legion going up against atlanta phase i got 3-0 atlanta phase 3-0 atl you got 3-0 atl okay I was, I, was, I was trolling the other day when i said that i think paris is going to come out and upset and 3-0 them but but yeah mm. phase 3-0 let's get some predictions in the chat too i'm curious on what you guys think girls what do you think hop in on these I got Paris 3-0. You got Paris 3-0. Okay, Paris 3-0 coming in for Mr. Gersh. Optic Texas or London Royal Ravens? Uh, hey, man. So, like, Illy is, like, mad underrated, Oh, yeah, though. I forgot who the fuck you're going to choose. You're, yes, you're definitely okay, going with so Optic Texas. Thing, dude. People, let, let me fucking stand up for this, dude. People were shitting on fucking Optic at the kickoff because they're like, oh, Optic got on round one. Oh, my God, Optic are washed. This is going to suck, dude. Do y'all know who the fuck you're talking about? Like, Illy well, that's what Pat was saying. Is, that's dude, Illy is Illy is a top two player in so the you, league. So he's you, not number two, bro. You like, agree, Optic is S tier. 
Uh, yeah, but purely based off of Illy, bro. Like that okay. dude. If if Illy had to play one handed <laughs> on his left hand behind his back with his hand like dude, up his shirt, such dude, an he, would, boy. he would still fucking fry, bro. Trust. Yeah, bro. Forget about Scump and Shotzi and Dashy. Okay, forget about it. They, they wouldn't be as good if it wasn't for Illy. I think Ender brings a lot to the team, though, for sure. I'm not not taking away from him. Ender does a, does incredible stuff for them. I feel like Ender's gonna be the X factor for them. Because he's going to be the one calling shots, kind of leading the plays. Come on, that's that's Mr. Uh, uh, chess Master fucking Illy, dude. For those of you who don't know, Illy's really good at, at fucking uh, chess. Um, but listen, I think he's going to be a factor. I'm going to go Optic Texas 3-1. I'm going 3-1, bro. I, or maybe 3-2. I'm going 3-2 Optic Texas. I can see London making a fucking uh, play, dude. I... I'm going to ignore everything that the fucking pros tell me because so far, everything that the pros tell me behind the scenes is th the opposite is happening. And I'm going to be honest yeah. with you. It's always he say, she say type of shit. And I feel like people just want to say whatever they want me to say on the show, right? So for me, it's like, I, I'm a big, I think this London team is good, man. They, they proved to me today that they, they can play and then they can take care of business. And uh, I think Optic is still a better team. I think they're way better. I think it could, it could be a 3-0, 3-1 in favor of Optic. But I think if London comes out tomorrow and, and plays good, they can make it a close series. I'm still going Optic Texas. I'm going to go 3-2. Pat, who do you got? I got Optic Texas 3-0. Oh, my oh, God. Toronto Ultra going up against the Seattle Surge. Look at this. Woo. We got a matchup tomorrow, ladies and gentlemen. I got Toronto 3 2. I think it's going to be a fucking battle. What do you think, Pat? What do you think? I agree. 3 2. 3 2 Toronto? Yeah, I think what they do... still submit their, the fact that they were the better team and the, the kickoff was was a uh, just a little taste of what's yeah. to come for this year for the Ultra. I think 3 yeah. 1, because not only does uh, Sib have Louis V now, he also has some flank merch, so he's going to come different, trust. I like that. I think, uh, speaking about flank merch, if you guys don't know about the flank merch, make sure to go to, to the face shop. Go to, uh, uh, what was the name? What was the link, by the way? Face Clan merch dropped shop today. That, yeah. It was shop.faceclan.com. So go check it out. Links in the chat. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, make sure to go check it out. Uh, a lot of merchandise, man. It's going quick. So make sure you get it while you can. Last series, New York Subliners going up against the Los Angeles Gorillas. I'm going with New York 3 1. I think LAG is going to win the control. I think New York is going to take the hard point, the SD, and another hard point. I think uh, right now, LAG is just not looking good in search. They're not. And I For think me, New York's yeah, going to punish them. I, I think that's the big thing to talk about. I just don't see them being able to win a series if they can't win a search. The way they're playing in search is like, it, it's, it's pitiful, bro. It's pitiful. So. So, yeah, I don't know the map count, but I think New York takes this for sure. Gage, who you got? Gage, who you got? Gage, what am I talking to? A brick wall over here, Gage? I'm bad. I was fucking muted. That's a, that's a Len moment right there. You're good. But, uh, You're good. I, like, dude, no no gun to my head, no personal bias. I do think that right now New York do have certain things figured out that LG are working on. But, like, similar to you, bro, I got Ace at LG. I got Hook there. care about those guys. But I do think right here, you know, Gersh Gaming. They're going to sub me in. Hell I go yeah, dude. So Hell yeah, yeah, bro. Let's get it, guys. Fucking animal. Make sure to go follow the flank on, on Twitter, too. Guys, doing a phenomenal Yo, job bro, already. Dude, you guys have not done any fucking promo because the thing is, dude, we hit 44K today. Paris Wait, right now? I'd be... I'd be no, 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 but you guys haven't specifically tweets. said, dude, Paris is stuck at 47.4K, bro. Life is all about getting ahead, okay? We are, we <laughs> you want to pass dude, Paris? Gap, is that what you want to do? is that. Dude, I want to fucking dude, pass Paris. I want to get ahead of Paris, bro. Well, 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 here's the thing. Paris doesn't post on their account, so we're going to pass That's Paris. That's what I'm saying, dude. Well, like, well, why well, the fuck well, are people following them? Well, we'll get there eventually. I don't know why people are following them. I mean, they are a franchise team. Eventually, you got to think Paris is going to, you know, start posting, bro. 
They, yeah, listen, listen, they, uh, Par- Par- they posted two hours ago. They posted yeah, two yeah, hours ago. Because they're going to you know, be faced tomorrow. Trust you, know when, you know when Paris will post? When they start winning. When they sell their franchises, somebody oh, shit. Oh, Bro, shit. let me say this. I, I had a point where I was looking for jobs. I offered Paris money to let me... Uh, run their socials. Wait, you offered, offered them. them money? Yeah, to run their I told them, bro, like, I don't make shit, but, like, Starbucks part-time, this shit part-time, trust, bro. I got yeah, you. Not a bad shout. Listen, Gers, you're running socials for me over at the flank, okay? I don't, I, you're already doing it for New York, too. How many fucking socials you want to run over there, Gage? How many times? I don't know, bro. No, I, see, I, see, down. He's big brain in it. He's, he's going to go over there and lose followers so that we can pass. Oh, exactly. I see what, it's, I see it's, what it's, you're doing. Uh... You're going to juice the flank of the Paris Twitter, bro? That would be common. And then quit and then quit the Paris job and say, oh, look at that. But listen, yeah. we're going to end it there. We're going to end it there. Thank you guys, everybody, tuning in. Guys, listen, I appreciate all the constructive criticism on, on the shows and on the YouTube and stuff. We're doing the best we can. I think as uh, as the year goes on, I'll get more comfortable directing the games. Okay, right now this and, is Ben's and job. Where's Ben at? Yeah, where's Ben? He went at? to dinner. We he get, said he gotta, went to dinner. Okay. We gotta get a real episode where Ben is like actually doing his thing. You know? Yeah. Well, With here's the, the thing. And, and listen, I, the only reason why we're a little confused, or at least I'm confused, is because Ben told me he'll be on all the offline shows. All this, I pay Ben monthly, so he said he'll be on. For all the shows that are all, uh, like not on land, because obviously on land, listen, if he's working yeah, with eSports Engine and he's at the event, 100% understandable. understandable priority. He texted me today two minutes before the show. I'm going out to dinner. I'm not going on the show. I said, Ben, you told me you're going to be here. But to be fair to Ben, he'll be here tomorrow and he'll be here Sunday. He said he promises that he'll be there. So we'll keep his word on it. I know you guys love Ben. We all love Ben, but we're doing the best we can. And hopefully we analyze a little bit more for you guys today. I wrote down a lot of notes. I was doing the best I can to hold a conversation and go through the notes and change the vibe and do all this stuff. Um, so I think uh, I'm, get, I'm getting better, man. I'm getting better. So just bear with me. And thank you guys so much for all the love and support, man. I know there's some constructive criticism and negativity, but at the, the most important thing, man, is most of it is positivity. And that's what we got to focus on the most. Thank you guys for always showing love. I think you killed it today, man. I think you did. And uh, and like I said, Fridays are kind of tough for me with the getting the notes down. But Saturdays and Sundays are obviously a lot easier. So we'll yeah. have we'll have even more, you know, stuff to talk about on the, the Saturday and Sunday matches. But yeah. But I think you could today, dude, and I, I, I'm sure everybody in the chat, y'all think so as well. So appreciate it, man. Just get, Thank just you, man. Get a woman in the it, chat. It's tough, no, Pat, because there's so many matches. Like tomorrow, we have four matches, right? So it's tomorrow, yeah, too. we're gonna watch all the matches, great games, and then when we get on the flank, we might miss some things or we might forget about some things until we get a producer that's like actually giving us timestamps and shit, um, which is next on the list. We're trying just keep to keep it more organized. Well, yeah, keep it more organized. We're doing the best we can. So I really appreciate everybody showing love and, and support and enjoying the shows. Thank you guys for tuning in. Make sure to like comment subscribe if you're watching on youtube make sure to go to anchor.fm slash the flank to check out all the audio sites that we're on uh go follow the flank on twitter at the flank shout out cares and uh shout out to you patty p because you're doing a fantastic job as well so let's get let's get awakes in the chat because this guy's been doing a fantastic great job on top of also being a game developer now so this guy is uh he's like a triple threat he's doing fucking everything over here (laughs) so i appreciate you guys watching i'll see you guys tomorrow after the matches i'll be doing another watch party i might hop into some valor or some gta right now have some fun Appreciate y'all for tuning in. Take care, brush your head, and I'll see you guys tomorrow.